It's nice. a great feeling, I gotta tell you. You're number one again. Yeah, I, got, I think I'm the lucky charm. What can I say? Thank you. Congratulations. You made us number one in LA. No, it's you, Elvis. No, it's all of us. Well, welcome to the day. It is Wednesday, April 4th. I'm joined in the room with my, my sister, Danielle. Good morning. Did you get rained out of your Yankee game again nope, yesterday? We were there. How'd we do? They won. All right, there you go. Yep. Samantha's here. She's going to help us with some horoscopes in a second. Also, she's a great story about how Africa is cracking in half. Just a tiny crack. <laughs> Which scares me okay. a little bit because you know I love Africa. We're going for our third trip uh, this year. And I, can you keep it together, please? I'll try. I'll bring some duct tape. I don't know. <laughs> Scary's here with us in the room. Is of course, in our uh, beautiful South Florida studios. Froggy, even though it's rainy and slushy up here on the East Coast, what you got uh, in, uh, in uh, Miami today? 86 and sunny today. Oh, man. <laughs> a little too warm for me. Yeah. Hey, uh, Callie, we love being on in number one in Los Angeles this morning. A lot of stories coming out of California. Of course, yesterday afternoon, we heard the news again. Another shooting. Uh, at YouTube headquarters in San Bruno, a video artist from Southern California, she had a complaint, lots of complaints about YouTube's website policies. So she rolled in. She started shooting. Three people were injured, one critically then she took her own life. She said, quote, there's no equal growth opportunity on YouTube or any other video sharing site. Your channel will grow only if they will let it. She added that YouTube filtered my channels and keeps them from getting views. So she disgruntled. And of course, we're going to look more into her life, but she is gone. Uh, And thank goodness, you know, I hate to say it, but this is the world we're living in. Thank goodness she's the only one. I know. You know? Yep. 
I know another bill from California has been proposed, and this will be the first in California of any other state proposing the bill. Uh, after the shooting of an unarmed black man, they're saying that this bill would restrict police use of deadly force. It would make California, like I said, the first state to require officers to look for reasonable alternatives before they open fire on a criminal suspect. Of course, this is all stemming from the shooting of Stephon Clark. Several protests have been sparked because of it. So everyone's watching that story. Today marks the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You've seen it in the news. A lot of people are writing stories about it. And as sad as that day was and continues to be from 50 years ago, the news is out. It makes more and more people read up on Dr. Martin oh, Luther yeah. King Absolutely. and what it was all about. Yeah. He was in Memphis supporting a strike by sanitation workers 50 years ago today, assassinated while he was standing on the balcony of the, the Lorraine Motel. By the way, that motel is still up. It's not a motel anymore. It's been converted into a National Civil Rights Museum. Oh, wow. So do you multi-screen? Do you yes. know what that means? Does Do you that know mean what that have means? a million screens up at once? Well, it means you're on your phone okay. and, and you're, you're tooling around online on your mobile device yeah. while watching TV. Uh, every, oh, yeah. Doesn't everyone do that? Well, they did a survey. <laughs> they found that 60% of us frequently multi-screen. 70% of us admit it even affects our ability to focus while we're watching TV, but we do it anyway. Yes. We continue to multi-screen. Oh, yeah. I do not have a monogamous relationship with my screens. No. It's just all screens all the time. Doesn't it scramble your brain a little bit to be focusing on so many things at the same time? Maybe yeah. it should. <laughs> it doesn't. I used to think it was a good thing because it showed that you can multitask and you can do more than one thing and yeah. concentrate. And maybe it maybe made my brain a little bit bigger. But I, I get confused a lot. And I'm like, wait a minute. Was that, did I see that on the show? Yeah, I or was it on what I watch on my phone? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Froggy, I mean, do you, do you really concentrate and focus on anything while you're multi-screening? I feel like I can't watch a sporting event or an awards show without multi-screening. Like, it's like, I, I feel like I'm watching it with all my friends, everybody yeah. else. Like, when I'm watching an awards show... And I see something that I think is maybe a little strange. I want to see if everybody else thinks it's strange. <laughs> well, so I go no. to social media. It's not strange, but I don't know. I mean, Scary has trouble focusing on just one thing. Yeah, I'm the worst multi-screener there is because I can't, even, I, I can't even focus on what's going on in the radio right now, let alone look at my phone. Well, try your best, would you? Scary anyway. can't even eat without multi-screening. Well, at least, you know, we all know that we multi-screen, and now we know it's called multi-screening. Yeah. With that said, we got to get into uh, our horoscopes before we do so. You know, as I travel... To the Serengeti this summer. I mean, what's going on in Africa? It's seemingly overnight, a giant crack has appeared. It's humongous. It's like 50 feet deep and 65 feet wide. Where is it? It lasts for miles in Kenya. Right. And if you go, you got to Google image this if you haven't already because it looks like it's photoshopped. So, you know, in grade school, we learned the tectonic plates are always moving. That's all we have right now. It's depending on the scientists you ask, the cause is unclear, but like a giant rainstorm may have exposed it recently. Oh. But they're still, yeah, oh, That's but they're great. still looking into so it. So if too many people are on one side, right. will they like... Bye-bye. I'm sure science would prove that's probably why it happened. How would you like to open your eyes from a deep sleep and the first thing you see is a giant crack? Yeah, that's not good. All right, well, let's keep an eye on the crack. Let's get into your horse. you do. Let's get, yeah, well, on lucky mornings. Let's get into your horoscope. You're up. All right, it is Robert Downey Jr.'s birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Capricorn, the world around you seems to be mundane. Spread your positive energy to those in your path. Your day's an eight. Aquarius, you're able to hide serious concerns, but let yourself breathe a little and don't stress. Your day's a nine. Pisces, your personal issues must take a backseat to your professional aspirations. Don't let that stop you from leaving your mark. Your day's a seven. 
Aries, you can't help but happily anticipate your plans. Put your worries on the back burner. Your day is an eight. Taurus, you're seeking closure on a past issue. Instead of running in circles, look for an easy solution. Your day's a ten. Gemini, someone's encouraging words has shifted your mood from pessimistic to hopeful. Show them how much you appreciate them. Your day's a seven. All right, Cancer, confrontation doesn't need to be a negative experience. Push through. You're going to feel better in the long run. Your day's a nine. Leo, you may be quite pleased with how you handled a recent setback at work. Proceed with caution. Nothing is set in stone. Your day's an eight. Virgo, there is more more going on than meets the eye. You won't be satisfied with simple answers. Dig deeper and your day's a 10. Libra, you long for a more peaceful life that continues to slip out of your grasp. Remember to appreciate occasional chaos. Your day's a 10. All right, Scorpio, although you appreciate the lightheartedness, you are missing a bit of spice in your life. Create your own fun. Your day's a 9. And Sagittarius, your energy seems uncontainable lately. Don't let emotions motivate motivate the risks you take. Your day is a 7 and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. All right, let's push multi-screening to another level. Someone just sent a text and said, you should watch Brain Games on Netflix and then multi-screen. Yeah, right. Uh, Do you ever ever watch uh, Brain Games? Brain Games? No, is it good? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. Anyone? No one's ever seen Brain Games? I've seen it before. Does it help my brain get bigger? Well, no, it just just, (laughs) helps you think things through with different types of logic. It's kind of really cool. Oh, that's cool. All right, watch it. We got to do a show. Uh, You know Jack Antonoff is here today. I hope he brings his dad. (laughs) Anyway, so Jack Antonoff coming in. He's performing for us. We're talking to him. We love him. We've got a busy day. Ready to go? Yes. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. All right, so we sparked some sort of controversy. Indeed. So yesterday I wore these really great camo pants oh, yeah, to work. Fabulous. But I wore a solid shirt. It looked great. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But, you know, Kathleen, Webgirl Kathleen and I have been talking about it. We both agree that camouflage, even though it is technically a pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We find it a neutral. It is a neutral. You, oh. can, you can actually wear candy canes with it. You, you can wear anything you want with camo and it will work. Yeah. I was just saying to Elvis, I love it when guys wear camo pants and then a patterned shirt on the top too, like a stripe or a polka dot. Right. Very cute. A lot of people are afraid to do it. And so anyway, we posted it yesterday on Instagram. Yeah, right? on your Instagram, at Elvis Duran. And most people said, yeah, absolutely, yeah. no problem. It, it's a little daring for some. It's what you're comfortable in. My favorite thing to wear with camo is red. I think yes. red, red or orange. I think it looks well, so good with camo. I guess what we're saying is you can wear anything yeah. With, yeah. with camo. And in the 90s, and all those 90s styles are back now, it was popular to wear baby blue with camo. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll wear any of them. Listen, camo goes with anything. It's a neutral. But officially. We, I will tell you, we had one <laughs> dissenter. One person saying, okay, it takes me an hour to get my phone to work. Hold on. I need to remind me. New phone. Didn't you just get a new phone? I'm not. It's the 10. Oh. And I don't like it. Oh. Oh. You know, if you're afraid of wearing camo, all you have to do is wear it once. Yeah. And then you feel comfortable. Yeah. Okay, so this. I camo on today. Yeah. This person said, okay, uh, meaning what? Camo goes with anything? No. Any color? Yes. Pattern? No. Solid color only, but whatever solid color tickles your forearm. Hashtag fashion advice by Dawkin. Wasn't Dawkin a band in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Bad fashion advice by Dawkin. Well, no, 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 no. No, Fashion (laughs) fashion advice is whatever you wish it to be. So Dawkin's not going to be caught dead wearing a pattern with 
camo. Yeah. But that's fine, because if you're not comfortable in it and it makes you self-conscious and whatever, then don't do it. Yeah, if you look uncomfortable, yeah. people will be afraid to talk to you. You're like, you look uncomfortable, man. What is it? Is it because you're putting a pattern with your camo? <laughs> is it those polka dots you're wearing with your camo? Exactly. Oh, polka dots with camo. That would yes. be fabulous. I'm going to advise all my friends to wear patterns with their camo this summer. So we thought we would bring it up early today. If you're getting dressed for whatever, yeah. and you, you have camo uh, on, on your body, mm-hmm. Put a pattern with it and go with it. Text us. And yeah, and let us know how it's working Or for tweet you. us. Tweet us your picture or now, tag us on Instagram. I have camo on top. I wish I had a party going on on the bottom now. I wish you did too. I want to go home and change. Exactly. So my, my question to uh, Web Girl Kathleen yesterday was, what if I wore like a dark camo shirt yeah. but wore like a light blue camo yeah. pair of pants? Like a Canadian tuxedo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. But, I yeah, <laughs> I don't like the same camo on top as on bottom. Like if right. you were to do that, I don't like that. You're drawing the line there. Yeah, well, I don't. But that's like wearing the <laughs> sweatsuit, the sweatsuit that matches. You know, you wear the velour sweatsuit on right. top. Yeah, I do not like that. Well, you know who does a great job with camo on camo? It's the military. Yeah, well, yeah, but they yes, <laughs> they get away with it. That's I, their staple. I love <laughs> that uh, that navy camo. It's like the blue camo. Oh, I love, yeah. that's my favorite yeah. camo. <laughs> Which makes no sense at all no, if you're doesn't. the military. I know. <laughs> they should change their outfits. Unless you're unless you're uh, you know fighting a war in a botanical garden exactly. somewhere. <laughs> anyway, well, Web Girl Kathleen, keep an eye on that. I will. Uh, and, and again, if you're wearing camo with anything <laughs> with a pattern today, we want to see it yeah. in action. Yes, how do they, we do. How do they get it to us? Uh, tag us on Twitter at Elvis Duran Show or on Instagram at Elvis Duran. Excellent. Real All right, Gregory. Yes, sir. Camo on, on, uh, on uh, patterns. Yeah, I like that. Patterns on camo today. Camo? I thought your pants were awesome, to be honest. I did too, but I wore yeah. a solid. I, yeah. I think it's smart. I like solid with camo. Okay, well, I can do that, too. You can rock it any way you want. <laughs> yeah, man. As Daniel says, you do you. That's it. You do you. All right. Let's get into the Wheel of Games. Uh, ooh, yesterday was a success. You did really well. I know. So we're riding high, so we want to keep that momentum going. So All we right. got a good bunch of games today, too. 1-800-242-0100 if you want to spin the Wheel of Games. On the wheel today, you have a game called Bag 2. What is that? Oh, yeah. So we have this game called $5 What's in the Bag. So today is $5 What's in Bag 1 or Bag 2. Oh. All right. I see. Uh, okay. The next game on the wheel is called Hot Potato. Well, we didn't get a chance to do it yesterday, so we were going to do it today. We oh. have another potato passing around. Okay. Music, yeah. you know. Hot potato. Yeah, I yeah. like hot potato. The third yeah. game is called Pass It Forward. Oh, it's going to be great. So you, you you lock something within your feet, and everybody lays on their back. And then I try to pass it to Danielle using my feet. Okay. She tries to receive it. Then it has to go to you, Elvis, your feet. Let's hope it doesn't land on Pass It Forward. <laughs> yeah. The other game we're going to spin, and it may hit Fart or Shart. Oh. That's a Froggy special. He loves that game. Froggy is <laughs> Froggy's yeah, well, my favorite. For, all right. You're up for Fart or Shart today. <laughs> And finally, an old favorite is back on the wheel, Butt Bucks. Well, Danielle keeps on saying we need more butt games, so I put it on there just in case. Danielle does like butt games. That's what I said to him this right. morning. Well, let's spin the wheel as we're looking for our contestant at 1-800-242-0100. There goes, ah, oh, there goes fart or shard. I'm sorry. Can we play hot potato with our butts? <laughs> butt potato. Uh, all right. Uh, hey. Bag two. Bag two. All right. All right. Is this Jill? Yes. Jill, welcome to the Wheel of Games. Good morning. Aren't you happy we didn't land on fart or shark? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No way to start your Wednesday. That's a classic. What are you talking about? Uh, You landed on bag two. Tell Jill how to play bag two. All right, Jill. So it's really simple. You don't really have to do do much. It's it's just I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to say I'll take it or not. So I have $5 in my hand, okay? Okay. I can give you the $5, Jill, and you can walk away. Or you can go for bag number one. Now, if you decide to go for bag number one, 
and you don't like bag number one, you could trade that away for bag two. So what's the incentive to go for the bag? Are yeah. there are there really good prizes in there? It's really up to her. I mean, we've got, all I can't right, tell right. you right no, now. No, wait, do you tell her what's in bag one? No. No, 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 no. She's, no. Just, she's got to really think about it. All right, so my mm. suggestion, let's all consult. My yeah. suggestion is take your $5 and walk away. Yeah. You always oh, say no. that. No, you I'm a for... risk taker. I'm going for bag one. All right, we're going for bag one. All right. Well, all right. Put the five in your pocket. She has she has given up on the five. Thank Go- God I don't want to give away Goodbye, the five. Goodbye, President Lincoln. <laughs> all right. All right. Bag number one contains. Bag number one. Jill? <laughs> Scary. Where's the, 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 the drum rolls and things? This is a package of 100 uh, water balloons. So you can, All right. And, and it has the the top. You can you can the connect the, the nozzle to, to the faucet and then put your bag right under there and it'll make it really easy to dispense the water right, into a so balloon. So bag number one was water balloons with easy fill nozzle. And, a, and a, again, it's 100 okay, of them. Do you want that or do you want to go for bag two? I'll go for bag two. Oh. All right, so Jill, right, Jill, you don't get the $5, and you do not get the water balloons. They are put aside. You they are not climb. yours. All right, here we go. Here Let's we see. go. I'm so nervous. You really are a risk taker. All right, <laughs> I what is, am. Just to the point, what does Jill win? Bag number two. Just say it. My shiny hiney. <laughs> now what is- sexy back, it says. What's a My Shiny Heine? This is a scrubber. You can plug it. It has a place for the battery. It's battery operated. So after you're done doing shushi, you can clean your Heine with the My Shiny Heine. It so, just it turns into bristles, and it goes right wait, up wait, inside wait. there, and it cleans your Heine. Wait. It has bristles that turn? Like a car wash. Soft bristles. And you, you put it up your butt? A yeah, car it, wash in your butt? Yeah, and it cleans. It just turns while, oh you know, but, you know, pushing out some water. Can we? You know you want it. Does it also shoot That's some wonderful. turtle wax in there? <laughs> so it's nice and shiny? Yeah, and it comes in six colors. This one is blue, but if you really wanted to return it and buy it in a different color, you can. All Why right. would you need it in colors? What does it matter what color it, it might is? Go with I your, want it in brown. Yeah, it, it <laughs> might go with your bathroom, you know? And why would you return it? Black, purple, blue. All right, well, pink. congratulations, Jill. You 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 decided to go against the five dollar bill and the uh, one hundred water balloons with the easy fill nozzle, but you won the my shiny hiney. Um, Batteries yeah. not included. And you have the Wonderful. medium the medium size. So oh, I'm wondering what the large looks like. All right. Well, thank you, Jill. We got to move on. Thank I hope you. you have a I hope you have a great day. And thanks for yeah. listening to us. And thanks for spinning the wheel of prizes. Yes. He has a nice suction cup, so you can leave it in the shower if you like. Retail value of the shiny honey is $19.99. (laughs) (laughs) And as I said before, batteries not included. All right. Uh, We're going to take a break. Busy day. Uh, Don't forget, if you want to join us for the Elvis Duran Morning Show, Eden Rock, Miami Beach. Dysfunctional Family Vacation. The Sweet Stakes is on at ElvisDuran.com. Go sign up to win, and you can join us. What you hear here is something you can hang out with on the beach. (laughs) Danielle has her report coming up. What do you have, Danielle? Oh, the creators of Stranger Things might be in a little bit of trouble. This is Elvis Duran. Hello, lady. In the morning show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link, and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New Life Lock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at lifelock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. It smells great in here. What? What's that smell? It's the grilled cheese. Grilled cheese? Today's not grilled cheese day. It's right now. I'm sorry? It's right now grilled cheese day. 
Uh, it's National Grilled Cheese Month. Mm. <laughs> you guys are so excited. This is good. Uh, so our friends at La Brea Bakery, which, by the way, started in beautiful Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and, and since we are number one in L.A. today, <laughs> we people are. listening to us on iHeartRadio, it just makes sense that we have them in. Yep. <laughs> what, what's so funny, Frog? It's serious. <laughs> just, all of a sudden, you you determined we're no- yesterday. Howard said we were number one. That makes us number one. Now, today, you've said we're number one in L.A. We're number one in L.A. today. That's it. That's anyway, it. it's National Grilled Cheese Month, and our friends at La Brea Bakery brought these grilled cheese sandwiches in. Don't eat them and talk on the radio, though, because you, okay. you know you have misophonia. Uh, yeah, my misophonia son has, people out my there. My son has it. He does have misophonia. Oh, yeah. Misophonia. That's how you say it? Yes. Ow. Misophonia. Ow. Misophonia. <laughs> Ow. Misophonia. You're losing your mind. Well, that's not nice. No. Anyway, they don't. People don't like the sound of people chewing. Oh, if if my son walks into a room and he sees a large group of people and he knows that he has to sit down and eat with them, he panics a little bit because he knows he's going to hear somebody chewing. It's it's look, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bad thing, and mm-hmm. we chew all the time on the show because oh, we're yeah. constantly eating. So yep. it, uh, the rule in the show is: do not chew near a microphone okay. that's open. Right. I see you chewing, Froggy. Don't get near the microphone. All right, all right. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so La Brea Bakery, they have these uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Where they use their uh, unbelievable whole grain loaf. Yeah, th- look at this. Look at this loaf. You can't really see it through a microphone. But I can, I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I love making grilled cheese sandwiches, but you, <clears throat> if I made them for you, I just couldn't tell you how I make them. I know, but I just asked that question before I ate it. I said, do you think they put mayo on this bread before they made the grilled cheese sandwich? Because if they do, did, then I'm not eating it. <laughs> so, you know, my key is you put the mayo on the outside rather than yeah. butter. And it actually, it cooks better than butter, in You're my exactly opinion. exactly right. What? And you don't taste the mayonnaise. You would have no idea. Danielle, he could make them for you. Tell you there's no mayonnaise, you would eat it and swear how delicious it is. Right. Because you don't taste it. I got to get, oh, but see, if I know it's there, then I'll taste it. Yeah, it's it's, it's mind over matter for it's you, bad. right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Hey, the Jersey Shortcast is coming in tomorrow. Tomorrow is Jersey Day. Oh, yeah. A- am I the only one that's really, truly excited about seeing them get together? No, we I'm can't excited. wait. Are you kidding? And they're going to go on vacation together. <laughs> and we're going to watch it all on MTV. Yeah. Very excited about that. Also, I have some business we got to get to. As you know, uh, Kathleen King, who started Tate's Cookies. Yeah. She's coming up in, uh, what, next week or the week uh, after? Two weeks. She's coming up in two weeks. So what they did, they sent us like six huge crates of Tate's cookies. So when they get here, what we'll do is we'll set them up in a display and we can take pictures with them. Mm-hmm. They're almost all gone. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. So uh, we, uh, uh, Somebody walked away with them? No, we, we've been eating them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we... <laughs> well... So someone, Nate, has to get on the phone and say, hey, we ate the display. We need for you to send us more Tate's cookies. Well, That's the problem. It's their fault. Yeah, but they should be, I guess, feel a little like happy about that because we like the cookies so much that exactly. we actually eat the product. What they need to do is just bring the cookies with them well, when she right. visits. Because even if they're here the day before, yeah. they're going to be gone. By the next but day, Nate, when you order more cookies, make sure you get some of those orange oh, cream ones. Sure, they no are so freaking delicious. Oh, I'm sorry. What's scary? I, I, uh, 
I actually got, went into the key lime ones. Did you? Oh, I haven't key had the key lime one. Yeah, go, go get me the key lime one. No, don't. I can't. Oh. No, no. Stop <laughs> eating. Do we have any more of the chocolate chips? No, no. We can't have any favorite. of them. I need orange cream ones no, right now. These are for display only. <laughs> but you oh. said we were going to get more. So straight. They should have sent empty bags for display. They straight Nate is now known as Tate Nate. <laughs> and I want you to get on the phone. You call Kathleen and say we need more Tate's cookies for the display. I'll oh. call her personally. Froggy has a good point, though. If we kept the bags, we could just stuff them with, like, toilet paper and put the bags on display. Are you kidding? Right. We, eat, we eat the bags. It's like working with a bunch of billy goats. <laughs> I, I need orange cream with and chocolate chip cookies right now. Yeah, and they have windows in the front of them. Okay, go. Okay, go. I'll call her. All right, call, call Kathleen. Let's get into the Danielle report. So the creators of Stranger Things might be in a little hot water right now because uh, they allegedly ripped off a writer who handed them the idea of the show Stranger Things. Charlie Kessler claims in a new lawsuit that he produced the short film called Montauk, which premiered back in 2012 and it won an award at the Hamptons International Film Festival. He says the centerpiece of his movie involves top secret government experiments, which is a key plot in Stranger Things. So yeah, he's not happy and he thinks they basically ripped him off. You know, we're in a day and age where if you come up with any idea, there's a chance there's already an idea like it. Oh, of course. So you're going to get sued. Yeah. Uh, I have a present for you today. You'll have to go to ElvisDuran.com to see it in just a little bit. Chris Hemsworth, shirtless. He and his family on vacation with Matt Damon and his family. And he's, yep, it's beautiful. Elvis, you're going to love this one. So go to (laughs) ElvisDuran.com. I'm pervy like that. So Anson Williams, who isn't? Come on. Anson Williams, who played Potsy on Happy Days, you remember? Mm, God, that was a thousand years ago. Yeah, but he's done something pretty cool. He invented a cure for drowsy driving. You know when you're driving and you start feeling like you're going to fall asleep? Well, he came out with something called Alert Drops, and they contain citric acid and sour lemon water, and it's supposed to perk you right back up and you'll be able to drive. Potsy? Yeah, Potsy. That was his name on Happy Days. So check that out. Black Panther is now the highest grossing movie in U.S. history. It's 10th place worldwide, so congratulations. And Monday night is going to be fantastic on The Tonight Show. Do you know why? Why? Cardi B will be co-hosting with Jimmy Fallon. This is the first time the show has ever had two people sharing hosting duties. NBC confirmed this. Cannot everybody has to stay up to watch Cardi B hosting because it is going to be all sorts of fabulous. We can't wait. And also at ElvisDuran.com, we're going to post this for you in just a little bit. During a show in Detroit this week, Justin Timberlake helped a woman announce her pregnancy. He spotted Darcel Baxtresser in the front row of the show at the Little Caesars Arena. She had up a sign that said, will you help me announce my pregnancy? So, of course, he was excited about it. He actually gave the baby a, a little nickname, Baby Bax, because of the last name. And the baby will be born in November, and Justin helped her announce the pregnancy. How cool is that? Uh, let's see. Uh, coming up next hour, we are going to talk about Jay-Z. Um, he got very emotional when his mother came out, and he's telling us all about that. Uh, and uh, tonight on television, what can I give you? Empire is back. The Blacklist is on. Designated Survivor. Life Sentence is on as well. Uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, all your favorites. And a Wednesday night. Thank you. Hey, hey, do we have Kathleen's phone number? I don't have her phone number in. She's out of town, apparently, right oh. now. Oh, no. She's traveling. Oh. Well, who's baking the cookies? I, I don't know. <laughs> Good God, man. The oven's making the orange cream cookies now. <laughs> the oven's empty. Oh. Hey, you know what? I can't stop watching the video of that yodeling kid at Walmart. It is talented, right? And, and I love how he, he taps his boot on the Walmart floor. <laughs> 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 
that last long day she said goodbye. Well, Lord, I thought I would cry. What a cute kid. He's Sounds like Miley Cyrus. He does. You know, it's just a matter of time until, you know, the best DJs in the world start remixing this. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. He sounds like he's got a banjo in the back, but it's not. It's no, it's his him. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's him. I just love it. I, 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 it sounds like... Uh, I love Miley Cyrus. When's the last time we had Miley on the show? Or Noah. Any Cyrus yeah, will do. Did she record this at Walmart? <laughs> hey, when's the last time you went to the Walmarts? Uh, I passed the Walmart the other day and got excited because I didn't even realize there was one still in my neighborhood. Uh, Saturday. Saturday. You know, there, some people have this extreme competition in their minds between Walmart and Target. Yeah. Between the two. Used to be Kmart in there, but I don't know what happened. I guess they're, are they out of it? Are they done? No, there's Kmart's. They still Kmart's. Kmart's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, okay. So, out of the three. See, I'm a Target guy. I'm a Target girl. But every time I go to Walmart, I enjoy it immensely. Yeah. So, you know what? We've got to spend more time at the Walmart's. Yesterday, I was at Target, (laughs) and I, the problem was, is I walked into Target thinking I was going to get two things. So I didn't take a carriage, and I didn't take one of those baskets. By the time I finished, I was dropping things all over the floor because my arms were filled, and I didn't, you know, have the right thing to carry. They really wish you'd get a basket. They really do, but I wasn't, I went in for two things, one hand and one hand. Didn't happen that way. You know what? There are some places that sell glass items, like, let's say, uh, a wine store. Yeah. And I, you know, I'll go to a wine store and go, okay, I need this bottle. And I'm walking, oh, this looks good too. And then I'm juggling glass bottles. It's bad. And they're following me. Sir, sir, can you please, sir, it's a policy. Please use the basket. We didn't. Because <laughs> they know people are breaking them. And then I look like a bad parent because I go give my kid, my nine year old, here, just carry a couple of these things for yep. mom. And he's dropping them all. Oh, over great. The can your kid come to the wine store with me? Yes. Hey, little kid, carry, carry daddy's hooch. Daddy's decanter. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. So speaking of, was it Walmart or Target, Scary, where you stole the batteries? Uh, Target, the batteries were Target. Okay. That was a case of water from Walmart. Okay, if you listen to yesterday's uh, 15-minute morning show podcast, Scary admits he stole batteries. It was an accident. Well, okay, look, every once in a while you'll get home, you'll unpack your bag, you're like, oh my God, I didn't scan those. Oh my God, no, no, I didn't pay for these. And you feel awful. And And I admit, I will drive up to an hour back to pay for them because I can't live with myself. Hold on. Up to an hour. Up so to an hour. It's like yeah. an hour and five minutes. You're like, bah, screw it. That's my limit. That's my limit. <laughs> but scary. He said, I got, all, he's scary says, I almost got to my car in the parking lot and like, nah. Yeah, yeah. Because the line was so long. I'm like, I'm not going to go back now and then wait on that long I, line just to tell them that I accidentally took these batteries. I can't live with myself. Yeah. I, would, I would have to go back inside. It's going to eventually even out. One time they're going to overcharge me for something and I'm not going to realize uh, it. It doesn't work that way. All right, we'll get into stealing. <laughs> yeah. In just a minute. By the way, if, if you're working at, at the Walmart uh, headquarters in beautiful Bentonville, uh, Bentonville Arkansas, we appreciate you listening to us on Hot Mix 101.9. Uh, I, I think we're going to start spending more time at the Walmart. Because yeah. I, pe- I don't hear people at the corporate office at Target calling us. No. True. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know where that is. It could be in, in Switzerland. Yeah, who knows? As far as I know. <laughs>
Anyway, we got to take a break. So much going on. You know, Jack Antonoff is coming in. In about an hour and a half, he's performing for us. I'm so, no one's more excited than Greg T, though. We all love him. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Tomorrow, Jersey Shore is back on MTV, and the fam is going on a family vacation. It's a trip you won't forget, and a vacation they won't remember. Don't miss the premiere of Jersey Shore Family Vacation tomorrow at 8, 7 central, only on MTV. I really have to keep an eye on myself yeah. because I, 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 I'm, I'm, I cry too much. Really? Yeah, you know, okay, look, I was on the phone. We were, we were working late on the phones. So we're trying to put this really cool project together that has, has a lot of meaning. It's a, like a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. And I was as I was talking to all my friends about getting together to do this thing, I, I start crying. I think that's great. Well, no, but it's, it's look, you need to get to the, get to business. You need to get things done. So if I sit there and even though, you know, it's great to hear emotions, it's great to know that whatever project it is I'm working on, I'm emotionally attached to it. Right. I need to have a a talk and get through a conversation without breaking down. But it shows your softer side. Well, it does, but we have work to do. <laughs> but I don't think you were, like, if you were crying all the time, like, if every time I saw you, right. I would say something and you would break down, then I would worry. But, you know, every now and then, it's, it's nice. You just need to reel it in a little bit, you think? Is that it? I, I mean, maybe you can have all the same emotion without the tears. But if you need to let them loose to get the point across, go Ugh. for it, girl. Grown man crying all the time. <laughs> well, not all the time. But my dad used to say, well, you know, we're Scottish. <laughs> That's what he said. We drink, we cry. Oh, God. Like, well, I know, okay. <laughs> yeah. Two well, out of two ain't bad. Greg T <laughs> cries all the time. Yeah, you're, you're, you're always crying. Yeah, I can't uh, keep a dry eye. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I, I think it's because, honestly, I was raised mostly by my mom, and I've got, you know, women around me at home, my sisters and cousins. I'm the only male, so I have a very soft side, and I just can't, uh, I can't keep a dry eye. I, I break down. I will cry like that. It's... But I know, but sometimes I think it really kind of screws up your effectiveness. Right. Well, for instance, at my at my God lover, I think about her every day. My my mother's funeral, and I I spoke at my mother's funeral, and I simply went down the list of things that my mother loved, like just you know the color yellow, yeah, um, lobster, you know, just a simple list of things that I, you know. And when I see them or experience them in life, I think of my mom, and so you know, I'm going down this list, and I'm going gambling. With my dad in Las Vegas. You know, and, and people look at me like, skip to the list, Elvis. Just, no, oh, no. And, and silly things. Oh, like, like, you know, her old red Pontiac. Oh. It's like people are like, stop it. You know, you're making no sense to me. Stop crying. You know what I feel like is more powerful than either than even not crying when you're passionate about something is being able to master the next level, which is crying, but keeping the same amount of calm and level-headedness as you get through it. Well, see, to that point, Samantha, when you're triggered to cry in conversation, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, it's hard. It's Well, maybe you can. I can't do it. I cannot say, stop crying. I'm reading the list of my mom's favorite things. No. The way she used to pinch me in church when I was fidgety. <laughs> <laughs> stop crying. Aww. That's stupid. But you, you really, if you're really emotional about something, it's hard to, to just stop, to just turn it off. It's like telling someone that's pissed at you, stop being mad at me. Yeah, they so can't help being mad at it. you. If you're a jackass, they can't help being mad at you. You know what I mean? For instance, n- next week we have to be in Las. I have to be in Las Vegas. The NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters, mm-hmm. is inducting me into the NAB Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ooh. So I have to. They were like, "Oh, you have up to five minutes to give a speech." And I'm like, "Oh God, no! Can I just say thank you? Because I know I'm going to say something about my career. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, and then." 
all the people I work with. And, and there are people in the, in the audience who are like, oh, God. <laughs> Get her off stage. Oh, stop it. Anyway. You'll say something to embarrass yourself, don't worry. What's up, Froggy? Yeah, I will. Do you, do you find there's certain people that you talk to that make you make it harder not to cry? What do you mean? Like, for example, if I have a conversation with you and it gets no, deep. You, yeah, Froggy and I cry all the time. Yeah. So I cry easier talking to you when the conversation gets deep than if I do, say, if I'm just talking to somebody else. Well, you, you and I have a bond. I mean, we're like brothers, you know? Yes. So, there's, like, I was having a conversation with you after dinner last week about my parents and about how you have changed my life and my parents' life on for such a positive way. And I had to take a couple deep breaths to finish the sentence because there's just something about talking to you that it triggers that emotion inside of me. I don't know it what does. it is. And you can't control it. Yeah. Remember when you had your, your that thing in your head, the brain? Uh, yes. What did you have? I had a tumor on my pituitary gland. Yeah, a tumor. Okay. So <laughs> I, I would be on the phone with Froggy, you know, and look, we're all scared. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm thinking, well, you know, we're all scared, but God knows Froggy must be a little nervous. He's going to have to go <laughs> right. under the... You know, get a tumor ripped out of his head. Yeah. So I'll be on the phone with Froggy, and I'll be like, hey, so, you know, so what time are you going to the hospital tomorrow? Well, around 8 o'clock. And I'll be like, who's driving you? (laughs) (laughs) And Froggy's like, I think Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) When one starts, you both start. That's That's what's crazy, too. How long do you think you'll be in? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And here, Froggy, well, if I live. Oh, my God. That was when, the, when we had the In Case I Die party. Yeah, then we had the, oh, yeah, remember that? We had a party what for Froggy. We, had a, we flew Froggy to Lisa to New York to have a party for him in case he passes away. But and that's it, not what we called it. It wasn't called that. It was a, a party in honor of Froggy. Yeah, just in case he died. No, we didn't say <laughs> that. That was like the. That was the fine and so, we, so we all stood up and started. We'd been drinking. Yeah. What do you want to say about Froggy? <laughs> Damn it. I hate when I cry. I make Froggy cry all the time every time I take his wife Lisa shopping. That's yeah, he cries when you come to town. That's uh, hello, Sabrina. Oh, hi, Elvis. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, there you are. Just walking down the street. Oh, hi. What are you doing here? So your dad's like hello. me. Your fiance's dad. He cries all the time. Oh, all the time. And the last time it was, we, I was asking him to walk me down the aisle and we decided to take, we went out to a nice restaurant and, uh, he just started, as soon as I asked him the question, he started bawling and shaking. Oh. Wow. So your fiance's oh. dad, you asked him to walk you down the aisle. I know, but d- I you're like the daughter he yeah. really wanted, you know, I, oh, I can nice. see, I know, but he could have said, oh, I'd be honored. Instead he was like... <laughs> Yeah, little girl. Well, I, it, I think it's really sweet, kind of like you, Elvis. I think it's sweet that he cries. Uh, it sounds like he's, he's a psychiatrist, so he's in touch with his emotions. There you go. Wow. So, All right, well, yeah. Sabrina, you have a great father-in-law. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. You guys have a wonderful day. You Thank too. You. Now, Scary, on the other hand, <laughs> Scary's mad because he can't cry. Yeah, this Aww. is making this is infuriating me because I feel like I'm shallow and insensitive no. because you guys are all giving examples of no. crying, and I'm like... I don't ever do that. You're shallow What's and insensitive for other reasons. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with crying. Don't tell yourself. <laughs> we think my life? Just because you don't cry doesn't mean you're not in touch with your sensitive <laughs> side. And it's not like I haven't been taught to cry. It's not no, like... you don't teach someone to cry. Or, or See, maybe you are insensitive. If you think that you are taught to cry. Or taught mm. not to cry. Nobody yeah, you... told me, don't you dare cry. Well, there are families that say, don't, you know, they say in the like the royal family oh, yeah. in England. They're like, hmm? Never let them see you cry. Maybe that's why they won't accept me into the family. Is that it? 
<laughs> the last time Scary cried is when we ran out of Tate's cookies. Oh. Anyway, well, we move on. Reason. Yeah, I know. I get it. Have you, have you called Kathleen to ask if we have cookies yet? She's out of town. <clears throat> she has. A, it's called a cell phone. I, okay, I realize that, but, but I have sent along the message, and when okay. she gets into the office, and she's checking her. And it is room. early. I mean, right. you yeah. know. Don't forget the orange creams. Thanks, Nate. We were talking <laughs> earlier about uh, stealing something accidentally. Yeah. And uh, scary. Is accidentally, is it stealing? Okay. Well, no, no, it's not. Right. But but once you realize you have it in your cart and you didn't pay for it and you didn't go back and pay for it, now you're stealing. Yes. You got what I'm saying? Yes, I got. You. So scary stole batteries from a a Target. Mm-hmm. The reason I say he stole it as he is approaching his car. 20 feet away from the front door of the Target, he realizes he has the batteries he didn't pay for. At that point, you're stealing. So Cassie, hi Cassie, sorry you're holding on so long. Oh, no worries. Good morning. Well, good morning. morning. So Cassie, tell everyone what happened. It started when you realized you had accidentally taken something. Go ahead. Tell the story. Yep. Um, So I went back inside to pay for it, and I was waiting at customer service. And I approached the lady working there, and I said, good morning. I just said, she goes, what do you need? There's a long line. So I looked at her. I'm like, oh, I forgot my coupons. I'll be back. And I just walked out with the item and didn't pay for it. Hashtag. She was just so mean. Hashtag. <laughs> wow. Free dessert. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Brody told me it wasn't free dessert, but as a 95% paying customer, I thought it was even since she was rude. So the point yeah. here is you, see, and, and how many times is that, when I bring this up, everyone listening to the sound of my voice will say, oh, I can agree because this happened to me. How many times have you done the right thing? Mm-hmm. But someone crapped all over you. You're like, so eff it. Why do uh, I even try? Of course. But my yep. mom tells me that that does that shouldn't discourage you because you know in your heart of hearts that you did the right thing. Yeah. So even though someone crapped on you, you still can live with yourself. And it you wasn't do. the moody customer service person that you were doing something right. bad against in the first place. You so know it's not equal. How much do you love, though, when you walk up to the customer? I know it has nothing to do with anything, but you walk up to the customer service person and they're in the crappiest mood. And you smile and say something like, Wow, I love that shirt that you're wearing. And it turns their whole world around well, and they're in a good mood. They now. need that because yeah. people crap on them all day. But Cassie, you did the right thing. And and and, yeah. and, and so but I but so now you're justified in just hey screw it. I'm not gonna pay for the batteries right. or whatever. <laughs> screw oh, it. It was a three dollar bottle of hairspray, so it was, oh, there you go. It was fine. <laughs> I like this text that just came in. I don't get it. I accidentally took a fifty five inch TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. All right, Cassie, you keep doing the right thing. Even if they give you hell, okay? Thank you. Thank you. We're going to get into that after the phone tap later on. Like the time that you did the right thing and someone just still crapped all over you. Yeah. It happened to me. It's happened to all of us. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, All right, let's take a break. We've got a phone tap coming up. It's the Wayback Wednesday phone tap. Scary, who does it? Oh, today belongs to Danielle. Oh. Okay. (laughs) All right, that's on the way. So hang on. Hey, it's Dan Mason, official life coach of the Elvis Duran Morning Show. The only difference between the people who woke up this morning feeling unfulfilled and those who are out there crushing it in their life is one word, purpose. And I'll teach you how to find yours each week on my new podcast, Life Amplified. You can listen for free on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Tate's Bake Shop's signature thin, buttery chocolate chip cookies are uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. If you're looking for the perfect, most delicious gift ever, you can actually send Tate's delectable brownies, blondies, all of it. 
Visit tatesbakeshop.com. Make sure you enter promo code Elvis for 20% off your next order. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Danielle, take it away. All right, so we got Tara on the phone. She wants to phone tap her fiance, Carmine. And uh, what do you want to do to Carmine? I want to get Carmine on our wedding home because he's the one that actually picked it out. And I know that, you know, he really likes it and I thought it'd be great just to get him on it. Plus, he thinks he can never get phone tapped. So we're going to call him and say, yeah, guess what? You know that hall that you booked? There's been a change of plans. You're not going to be getting married where you thought you were. That's great. All right, so you ready? Great, ready. What? Calm. The Christmas grand called me. They told me that we can't have our wedding there for our date. No, if sure? Calm, I swear to God, they're real. Like, this lady was, like, so right, mean to me. What are you crazy for? Because this, cause this is our wedding. You know how I feel about this place. This is it. You, you picked right. this place. Yeah, all right. What, what, what's the number? I'm going to conference in a minute. I want to hear what she has to say. All right. Grace, this is Linda speaking. I don't know, Linda. It's Carmine Bayo. Something about a cancellation of my date, my wedding. Um. Well, we have a little bit of a problem. Yeah, what happened there? Unfortunately, we got a better offer for that day. They're a celebrity, so we kind of had to bump you guys. Yeah, but what's in store for me now? I don't understand. I... Uh, we can put your wedding in the basement. No, Carl, I don't want to be put in the basement. This is absolutely ridiculous, Hold okay? Hold on a second. No, no, I don't want it in the basement. So what you're telling me is I can't have my wedding on that Sunday, right? You're having your wedding on that Sunday, but unfortunately it's got to be in the basement. Okay, unfortunately, I want my money back then. Oh, we can't do that. Are you kidding me? Wait, let me just tell you who the celebrity is. It's Dustin Diamond. I don't even know who that is, and I don't even care. That was Screech from Saved by the Bell, so of course he comes before you would. What do you... Listen, miss, would you want to get married in the basement? What's wrong with you? We can make it look great. There's concrete floors right now, and there's a bit of a water problem, but we'll take care of it. We'll put down rugs. Listen to me. We'll have to get some heating in there, because it is a little cold sometimes, but... I'm not a dog. I don't belong in the basement. You sure sound like one. <gasps> Holy... This guy's funny. Calm, honestly, I, I can't. I, I'm gonna, I'm just going to have a heart attack. Listen to me very carefully. I'm coming to your place tonight. I'm not going to be there tonight. It doesn't matter where you're going to be. I'm going to go to your owner. I don't care who he is. And I'm going to come there with a few people tonight, and we're going to straighten it out. All right? And listen, listen to me. Are you threatening me? I'm not, it's not that I'm threatening you, but now you're trying to f*** me over for something that I, I already gave you six, seven, eight grand. Are you kidding me? And, oh, I forgot to tell you, you won't be able to use the valet parking because um, Dustin Diamond, he's got a lot more guests than you do, and he's going to have a horse and carriage coming for his party, so we'll have to find an alternate parking for you. Excuse me, miss, you just don't seem to understand anything. When we have celebrities, they take priority. I don't even know who the hell that is. He's Screech from Saved by the Bell. I'm sure you've heard of him. Am I dirt? When you have an attitude like this, you are. No, you're dirt. I'm just trying to tell you how it is. But you got no respect. Come on, I can't believe this, my wedding. Oh, stop crying. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. How does somebody talk to you like this? Well, I mean, I'm just really upset because you, you know I wanted the room. That? It was called the princess know, room, and I just kept saying. I'm going to go play. I'm going to punch. I'm going to go to jail for this. I'm going to knock her out. Hold on. It doesn't make any sense how she's talking to me. This lady's talking to me like that. You're not even defending me. Are you kidding me? She's abusing me. You make me look like an idiot, though. You always do that. I don't understand. I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to help us. Hello? Yo, yo, you're talking to the wrong person. I'm going to punch you in your face when I see you. Excuse me? You're threatening a woman? Now I am, yeah. That's the way I'm going to do it. Talk to me like I'm an That's not right. That's real classy. Well, there's nothing else to say. That's all I'm done. No, calm. Don't all hang right? up. Don't hang up. 
What? The only thing I have to say, Carmine, is that you've just been phone tapped. Harry, you're a f <laughs> I knew it was a joke. Yeah, okay. The wedding might be canceled for another reason. The Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded. Oh, that was so old. <laughs> I want to get so The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. That was from 2004. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That was your way back Wednesday phone tap. Great job, Danielle. I, I think I was pregnant or just about to be pregnant. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, so I have to admit something. Uh, you know, Tate's Bake Shop cookies, we're addicted to them. Mm-hmm. And Kathleen, who invented the Tate's cookie, yeah. is coming to see us next week. And they sent us crates <laughs> of them so we can have a big display and take pictures when they get here because they don't want to bring them you know, up here with them. Right. We ate them all. Yeah. So please send more. Thank you. Well, if you... <laughs> You need to call just call someone at the the Tate's. Just call someone. Tell yeah. them we need more to go. Did they laugh or are they upset? They haven't responded. I think oh. they're still busy laughing. They're too busy eating <laughs> to answer the phone. So as you know, uh, Kathleen still creates all the recipes at Tate's. Signature thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. It all started with those. Of course, those are the foundation. Yeah. But also, we were trying the uh, lemon pound cake earlier, and <laughs> yesterday was a chocolate pound cake. If you go to their website, tatesbakeshop.com, you can actually use uh, Elvis in the checkout and get like 20% off. Nice. You can order these. They'll send them to you. They'll come to you. Tate's Bake Shop Cookies. In that signature green bag at your, fo- at your favorite local market, they're uniquely crispy and deeply delicious. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So the question is this. If you want to do the right thing, you want to be a good citizen, mm-hmm. so you report something. You, you you turn someone in because they did something awful. Yeah. Right. The, the very least you should get is a thank you or at least the satisfaction of knowing you've done the right thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, so I'll give you an example. When our offices, our, our studios were over in Jersey City, New Jersey, mm-hmm. we'd come to work at, in the middle of the night. It's still dark, and, and we'd have to wait for the garage door to open, and then we'd drive in, whatever. Yeah. And sometimes there were some characters out there. Oh, oh yeah. Sometimes. And, and it was a street that would had a field across the street. There was no reason for anyone to be on that street walking around. Right. No reason at all. So we uh, would report people every once in a while, and someone from the Jersey City Police Department, they were great, great people. They said, hey, if you see something, just call us. We'd be more than happy just to drive over, check it out, make sure you feel good. We're like, okay, thank you. It felt good to know that they were watching out for us, and they were. So one morning I came to work, and sure enough, there are these two guys walking around, and they're just pacing back and forth on this empty, dark street. There was really no reason for them to be there, but they were hanging out by the garage door, and, you know, it just, there's something just didn't feel right. right. You with me? Yep. Yep. So I called the Jersey City Police. I did 911. I called, you know, the regular phone number and said, hey, we've had problems here in the past. We've had some people, cars broken into. They told us to call. So I waited downstairs. I was late for work getting upstairs. And then uh, these two officers came up, drove up, and they said, hey, you called us? I said, yeah. Just letting you know that we were told to call if we saw some some things out here that seemed a little shifty, and sure. I saw these mm-hmm. guys, I'll describe them, whatever. Well, what were they doing? I said, well, they were just standing here doing nothing. Well, it's a free country. They can do what they want. Oh. And I said, well, officer, just, you know, to be fair, you know, we were told to call if we saw anything. I was just mm-hmm. letting you know. And I'm, I said, I tell you, my gut feeling tells me that there's really no reason for them to be here other than, I, I don't know. I just wanted you to come over and check it out. 
I don't see them now. Where are they? Because I don't know. <laughs> Go I don't find know. them. <laughs> and so the guy said, well, I tell you what. When you have something real, then you call it. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Are you kidding? And I was thinking, that doesn't represent the Jersey City Police. I know. Because no. I knew I knew some people that, that work on the force, and they were, you know, they, anyway. Maybe Officer the guy was, sassy. maybe he was just in a bad mood. So I looked at him and said, thank you, officer. I appreciate it. I'm sorry I didn't mean to, you know, bother you yeah. or your, whatever you're doing. So I went upstairs. I'm thinking, you know what? Damn it. F it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to call ever again. No. Well, no, but the point is this. You're doing what you're told is the right thing, and then someone makes you feel like crap for doing it, it makes you not want to do the right thing. Yeah, I got into an actual fight with a customer service person because she was being a jerk, and I was just trying to do the right thing. I get it. They sent me two shipments of, like, one furniture yeah. thing I ordered, so it ended up being pretty expensive, and I called and wanted to return, and she was so inconvenienced by the fact yeah. that she had to figure out this return. I'm like, just try to touch it back. It's like you put them out. Yeah, You're right? trying to help, Sorry. but you put them out. We had a caller earlier. Yeah. She was talking about how much she... She, how guilty she felt because she didn't pay for a, an item at a store. She drove all the way back and went to customer service. And the lady's like, we're really busy. What do you want? She's yeah. like, never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ridiculous. Nothing anymore. Goodbye. See ya. I'll keep that. Hello, Eric. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Well, good morning, Eric. So you thought you were doing a right thing, and what happened? What, 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 what were you doing, and what happened to you in return? Well, I was about 15 at the time, so I'm 32 now. So this story is kind of uh, always sat in the back of my head. I was actually, it was on my birthday. I was headed to the uh, mall uh, to buy some new shoes or whatever it might be. I had some birthday cash on me. And as I got out of my vehicle, um, a homeless woman stopped me in between me and another car and asked for some, some change. So I gave her, you know, five, six bucks. And as she walked by me to leave, she said, thanks, and then proceeded to fart on me and <laughs> She farted on you. It sounded exactly like that. Well, maybe if you oh gave her more than gosh. six bucks. Oh, I, thank well, you. you know, I, I had to save some money for, for some shoes. Thank you, kind sir. Oh, my gosh. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> God bless you. you know, hey, hey, you guys are the greatest. I just want to say thank you. You guys are phenomenal. Oh, thank you. See, you're thanking <laughs> us. I appreciate it. And we appreciate it. Thank you for thanking us. <laughs> yeah. No, no, see, if I did the wrong thing, Eric would say, hey, thanks. You do. You guys do a great job. I'm like, hey, get off my line. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric. Take care. Have a great day, man. You too. Bye. Thank you. Hello, Doug. Hi there. Doug, you thought you were doing the right thing. So what happened? Well, I was driving into work. It was a pretty bad snowstorm, and I slid, took out a street sign, and I didn't want to leave it lying in the road for someone else to hit, so I called to report it and got a $150 ticket. Uh, no, You got a ticket when you reported a down sign. Well, I took it out, but <laughs> I failed to maintain my lane. But you were trying to do the good thing. You could have just left it. But instead, you called to do the right thing for someone else, and you kind of got screwed. Yeah, you thought, hey, maybe they yeah, cut me a I little slack. To it over. Yeah, cut me a little slack here. I, it, it was an act. Okay, well. Oh, my gosh. All right, Doug. Thanks. No, so next time, what are you going to do? Are you going to call next time? Nope. Nope. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nope. nope. Negative. <laughs> there you have it. Now, wasn't it you, straight Nate? You know, they say something, you know, in, in our subway system. They say, if you see yeah. something, say something. If you see something, say something. So I'm standing there waiting for the one train, and I see a train that's out of service coming by the station. And I'm looking in, and as it's passing by slowly, I see a backpack just sitting there. Ooh. And if they say, if you see a backpack or a bag or anything, alert somebody immediately. So I run to the counter where there's a woman behind the glass, and I say, hey, 
there's a bag on that train. And she kind of leans back in her chair and she just looks at me quizzically and she goes, what color is it? <laughs> like, it's black. Like, right. it's a black bag. She goes, where is it? I go, I just said it's on the train. And she goes, I... And that was it. That was it? That was it. Like I I mean, it's totally disincentivized me to, if I see something, say something ever again. I know, but what if, God forbid, like one minute later, you hear an explosion? Well, no, I was freaking out. Like, everybody says, if you see something, say something. I saw something and went to say something and was totally dismissed by it. You would think they'd never forgive themselves for, like, not doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? What's the line, uh, no good deed goes unpunished? Unpunished. Yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, it is from Wicked. It's what Alphaba said. It's an excellent right. song. All of life's lessons can be learned on Broadway. What's yeah. scary? So I was trying to please this listener by sending him a T-shirt because for whatever reason, right? But then I said, I'm sorry, we're out of extra large right now. It's going to be a few weeks. So the guy gets angry with me and yeah. says, you know what? So you, you're a manager over there. Send me a Fujifilm Instax. No, go away. No. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Just say thank you. Just, what a peach. I'm trying to do a- My other favorite is like, you, you, you give someone a pair of tickets. Hey, I really want some tickets for Jingle Ball. All right, here they are. I got you a pair. It, it was impossible to get them. Here they are. Where are the seats located? Oh, hey, guess what? They're in the friggin' arena. Exactly. You take the tickets and be grateful. They're about to be on your couch is where they're going to be. Yeah. Going to be I'm about to burn them with this cricket lighter. Oh, my gosh. Hello, Ashley. Hi, how are you? We're doing okay. So you're just driving around, and you saw a guy that had a sign asking for food. Yes, he said, hungry, won't work for food, or hungry, please help. The guy, he needs nutrition, and you yeah. wanted to help him out. So what happened? Yeah, yeah. So I pulled up. I had three kids in the car, and I said, guys, just let me talk to him for a second. So I put the window down. And I handed him two bananas, and he also had a lady sitting on the concrete slab next to him, so I handed him two bananas, and I said, I'm sorry, that's all I have. So then I put my window up, and I said, kids, it's nice to, you know, look out for people. He was hungry. My little boy's like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you give him banana? I think he's hungry. So I look back, and my kids look at him again, and he counts it. He just threw it in the oncoming traffic. He didn't oh want my gosh. friggin' banana. Maybe it had too much potassium that day. Yeah, he didn't like bananas. My son was like, Mom, he just threw it in the road. And I was like, yep, that wasn't very nice. Oh, my gosh. That's the end of it. No good deed goes unpunished. So it's like you're trying to teach your kids a lesson, and the guy trashes it. Yeah, you try to help people. That's Yikes. like when I, I mean, this, this is not the same exact thing, but when I gave some guy who had no legs money in the street, right. and when the light changed, he ran. Yeah, he got up and ran. Right. The man with like, no are legs. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's a oh, miracle. Yeah. A miracle yeah. happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. In the Ashley, thanks for your call. I love this text. I called the cops because of a violent fight at work that didn't involve me, and they arrested me for a warrant for an unpaid ticket. Oh, <laughs> oh see? There you go. <laughs> Then there's the reverse. That time we were in Des Moines, and we went out to, to dinner, and we I, I ordered this pizza only at one slice. And on the way back to the hotel, there was a man on the side of the street. He said, please, sir, I'm really hungry. And so I'm like, oh, my God, here. I, I yeah. said, I'm not going to eat this. You eat this pizza. And as we were walking, we heard him screaming behind us. Remember this story? Yeah. And I realized I had put, like, a gallon of red, red pepper, red yeah. pepper oh, on top of it. No. And he, he was on fire. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Oh, God. I felt, I felt awful. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Like, that's not a, not a good thing. Uh, poor guy. Oh, my gosh. And then finally, you save someone's life. You think that's the ultimate. Allie, tell them, tell them what happened. Okay, so I'm a doctor, and my husband's a firefighter, and we're going grocery shopping. My daughter is, like, two. We walk in, and, like, right in front of 
the RNJs, there's this young woman having a seizure. So we like run over to her like at his instinct. We lay her down. She winds up stopping breathing. She goes into cardiac arrest. And my oh husband my and I are performing CPR in her. And people are walking by. One person ran over her foot with a shopping cart. People are shouting at us, you're killing her. You're killing her. You're not doing it the right way. Oh, like, oh my God, just back up. We got this. We got this. So the paramedics came. They took her. She went up being fine. And then after, we like, my husband's like, all right, so we need milk. And I'm like, we're shopping after this? This is crazy. I know. And you're in there doing what you do as a profession, and people are telling you, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're like, go yeah, away. You're doing it wrong. You're I not know. giving her the right amount of breath. I and know. we're like, we got it. But look, worry, you're a doctor. Good. Your husband's a firefighter. You, you know what you're doing. Sometimes you got to just, you got to fight through the flames, right? You got to just, yep. do what's right. And we did it, and we saved her life, and no one even paid for our groceries. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Allie, thank you for listening to us. No, we love you. I love you guys. Thank love you, you too. So Keep doing the right thing, no matter what stupid-ass things people say to you. Uh, text message, my sister gave a homeless man in New York City a sandwich that she was going to have for lunch. He threw it at the back of her head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a jackass. He didn't like pumpernickel. Another but- one. I bought a homeless vet a sandwich, and when I went to give it to him, he told me he was on a special diet. Oh. Well, no, but look, if you're on a special diet, yeah. I get that. Well, if, if you gave me a sandwich and I was homeless and it had mayo on it, I wouldn't eat it. I get it. You would not. <laughs> I couldn't. Brody tried to give this guy a steak on the street. The guy said, I'm sorry, I'm vegetarian. Well, okay, well... Well, the thing is, if he's, if he's vegetarian, he's vegetarian. And you, at least you tried. No, you know. he was polite. All right. Oh, he yelled at him. He got mad at him. All right, Daniel. Yes. Into right. your Daniel report. What so, do you have going at on? ElvisDuran.com, when you go visit us later, Chris Hemsworth will be there shirtless because he and his family are away on vacation with Matt Damon and his family. If I would, if I lived in the Hemsworth family, <laughs> yeah. I would never put my shirt on. I don't think so. Even their mom sits around <laughs> with her shirt off. I, seriously. And Chris knows when he poses for a picture like this that somebody like me is going to put this up for you at <laughs> ElvisDuran.com. It's true. I'm just so convinced. Uh, Black Panther is now the highest grossing movie in U.S. history and it's in 10th place worldwide. So congratulations. Cannot wait for Monday night when Cardi B will be co-hosting The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. So this will be the first time the show has ever had two people sharing hosting duties. And you know it is going to be hysterical and so much fun. So that'll be awesome. Also at ElvisDuran.com. During a show in Detroit this week, Justin Timberlake helped a woman announce her pregnancy. He spotted Darcel Backstresser in the front row of his show, and she had a sign that said, help me announce my pregnancy. So not only did he do that, but he gave the baby a nickname, Baby Bax, after the last name, and the baby will be born November 2018, and uh, he helped her announce it. How cool is that? Uh, Sean Mendez made it Instagram official, and you know when it's Instagram official, that's serious. He and 21-year-old model Haley Baldwin are a thing. So, congratulations to the two of them. I like them. that term. We're a thing. We're a thing. What thing are you? Do you know. I'm a thing with that grilled cheese. I'm a thing. You know, you know. Uh, Empire on tonight, you've got the blacklist, a life sentence, designated survivor, and uh, yeah, a lot of other things. Oh. Are you hanging up on me? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I will thank you, Danielle. You're welcome. You're fabulous. Did Love I push you. the wrong button? How about this one? Hello? Is the caller there? <laughs> Hello? All right. This is a new phone system. I can't figure it out. Uh, boom. boom. Hello, George. Yes. Yeah, so George, tell everyone what happened. I was at work, and someone turned in a bag of marijuana, and I have never done a drug in my life. So I called the cops, and they showed up, and they said, you called us for that little. 
Oh, okay. Oh, well, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marijuana laws are relaxing in some places, but I know, but still, yeah. you, you thought you were doing the right thing. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. George, oh, always continue doing the right thing. Right. Don't give up doing the right That's thing, right. okay? All right. All right. What'd you do with the bag? Did you keep it? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, he didn't want to tell you. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> you going to finish that bag of pot? <laughs> uh, gave a, yeah. Anyway, let's take a break. We have Jack Antonoff on the way in about 30 minutes performing for us. You know, Greg T his, is his biggest fan ever. Mm-hmm. I really am. It's kind of scary. I hope, you, I hope you have some educated questions ready for him. I do. Very deep, thought-provoking questions. All right. Keeping you current on all things Elvis. The Morning Show Twitter account. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Hi. Oh, my God. I love you so much. You guys are awesome. I hear you every single morning. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. I love all of you. Wow. This is amazing. I'm talking to Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran. Oh, sorry. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Dude, your microphone's on. It's like his first day in radio. What did I say? 3.2 miles? Doesn't matter. You're talking when the microphone's are on. This is is what I think is overthinking it. It's It's like radio. It's like your. It is your first day in radio. If the microphone's on, you don't talk because there's something else going on. This isn't brain surgery. It's so what? No. Oh, you're the boss. Okay. Well, okay. You're the you boss, Elvis. You the boss. I know you're right. You do what you want to do. You want me to leave? No, I don't want you to leave. I want to talk to you because I want to talk to you about your uh, your love for Jack Antonoff. Yes. It's serious. It is. <laughs> I will get in, into that in a second. Uh, as you know, this is a very dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Spell dysfunctional. Go. D I stop wrong. Oh, what, what negative happened? negative. That's my new word. I got that from my friend Linda. <laughs> if you say something she, it's, that's not right, she'll just scream out negative. Ask me again. I'll tell you something else. No, I, it, you're done. You can't spell dysfunctional. The dysfunctional family vacations happening at uh, Eden Rock, Miami Beach. Thanks to our friends at Snickers Peanut Butter Crisper. <gasps> wait, wait. There was some under the desk. What happened uh, to yeah, them? Where did they go? Nate, bring in the crispers. Bring in the Snickers peanut butter crisper, please. please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, you could win round trip air transportation for two to Miami. If you live in Miami, I don't know what they're going to do. You're going to get on a plane and fly in a circle and land. I don't know. <laughs> oh. You get three nights accommodations at Eden Rock, Miami Beach. May I please just get through this? <laughs> this is more proof we we are a dysfunctional family. You get a supply of Snickers peanut butter crisper. Look, four little ones come in a pack. I beg your pardon? This is nice. That's a joke, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so join us at our dysfunctional family vacation at the Eden Rock Miami Beach. I'm reading this, by the way. Thanks to Snickers peanut butter crisper, the same Snickers crisper taste you love now with peanut butter. Don't eat it on the microphone. For entry, Scary would like one. For entry info and rules, visit ElvisDuran.com keyword contests. Thank God this is not some polished radio show. They're just right. like... Announces things and then we go to the next thing and then we play a no, song. It wouldn't work for us. I just threw a crisper at Spaghetti. You know, there's there's no way to focus in this room. Nope. You can't because people are throwing Snickers. <laughs> and Don't pe- crisp. <laughs> These are good. Well, I want to eat one, but I can't eat one because I'm talking. Want one? And you guys yelled I'll at me because I said something when the microphones are on. Okay, let's talk about Jack Antonoff, who's on his way yet. The last time he was here, it's true, I propositioned his father. But his dad liked it. Well, I thought so, but other people had problems with it. But that's another story. 
Anyway, he's on his way. And as you know, anything about Jack Antonoff, Greg T is a yes. major fan. Major fan. I, I don't know what it, I well I do Cheat know what codes, it is. all of it. Yeah, his his um his music just resonates with me. There's a lot of the songs that I just find so meaningful to myself and part of my life than things that I'm going through. And I find that the way he writes, he's so poetic and so meaningful and so real. He's like a young Bob Dylan. And I think that like, you know, forty years, forty five years down the road, we're gonna look back and we're gonna say, Oh my god, he was ahead of his time. Wow. You know what? And if you say that to a musician, it's probably Oh, yeah. Music to their ears. Yeah. But anyway, so Greg T., uh, last time Jack was here, uh, you were offered passes by Jack Antonoff. Mm -hmm. He was going to give you passes to see his show that night. And to actually go backstage, hang out with him and his band before and after the show. And you turned it down. Are you guys ready to know why he turned it down? (laughs) Yeah. Tell everyone why you turned down tickets and you still do not want to go see Jack Antonoff in concert. Tell him. Well, because you only get one time, one chance to do something for the first time, and then it's gone. So, like, when you say, when you get married and you say, I do, you can go get divorced and do it again, but that first time that you say, I do, with those butterflies in your stomach, you're only going to do it that one time. The first time you drive your car with a driver's license for the first time without your parents with you... It's the first time. And you'll never get to do it again. So if I go see Bleachers right now, if I go see Jack Antonoff live, that's it. It's over. And I I can't have that back again. Okay, but here's my... Okay, let me play devil's advocate. What if you die without ever having seen it because you have this thought in your head? Very good point. I get that. I mean, no one knows when their time comes, you know, but it's... It okay, doesn't well, matter. For me, I think it's I'm, I'm going to be living forever. Okay, but I'm going to have plenty of chances. So, so look, I, uh, I admire what you're saying, and I'll tell yeah. you why. Because obviously, you put a Jack Antonoff concert so far up on a high, high pedestal. Right. You're afraid to go see it because that first experience will be gone. That's right. it. It's over. Okay, so sort of in, in line with what uh, Danielle was saying. Let's say yep. you do pass away. Sure. And you're at the pearly gates. Yeah. Would you want to enter heaven knowing that you had seen Jack Antonoff in concert or knowing that you never, ever went to see Jack Antonoff in concert and you always could have and your life did not include that pleasurable experience? I, go. Would, I would be very disappointed. Then right. go see a concert, you fool. Yes. <laughs> I mean, do Get you... off your ass and go like, see a show. I saw Bruce Springsteen, right? And I saw him by accident because tickets just fell into my hand and I went to go see him. But I was on the floor and I took a step all the way to the back to try to savor that moment. Right. So I, I, when I saw him up on stage, I just stood there. While everybody else was singing his songs, I stopped right. just to hear him chime in with the crowd. That's great. And take it in for that one moment. You know, like I want those okay. one moment. Okay, so what? Let's look at it this way. Yes. Was that a great moment? Were the best moments of your life? It really was a great. All right. Moment. Well, what if you had decided mm, can't go see Bruce Springsteen because then the first time I ever saw him will be done. Right. I don't, Trisha always asks me all the time. She goes, "I don't get you. You like so many things, but you don't want to go do them. I don't understand." Right. Okay, then don't. I don't know, like then the don't. Grand Canyon. I'm not going to go see it because once you see it, it's over. But then you'll never have seen it, so you'll die without what? seeing it. <laughs> That it doesn't crazy. make any sense. Oh It'll you, be that one okay. moment, and so it's done. I'm not going to eat that steak. It's so good, because once I eat it, it's it, gone. It's gone. And, I've, I've and, eaten it. And then I won't ever be able to eat it again. Okay, look, I'm, I, don't, I don't want anyone to laugh at you, and yeah. I'm sorry I screamed at you and called you a fool, but... <laughs> 
But don't you like those butterflies in your stomach for the first time? I love those. I love those. I I know, but... but if you don't experience them ever, then you'll never have... Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't experience it for the first time, you're never going to have experienced it. Exactly. But then what can you hold on to? Okay, hold on, hold on. The memories of what you experienced. Okay, may I kind of take it a step further? And I may be wrong, but let me try to make sense of this. Sure. For those who aren't getting it which I'm part I'm part of you. <laughs> you you are more into the fantasy of what it would be like than the actual real thing. I do love This fantasy. is why you're addicted to pornography. I, I am. I this am. is why you have a wild imagination and you overthink everything in your life in your head until the point where you change the reality of what it is. I hate that you know me so well. Well no the thing is is you're not alone. All of us have a lot of that going in us. You're you're not alone. You don't own that. You don't own these these thoughts in your head that you You fantasize and you bend them and turn them into things that they're not. How many times have you thought, oh, someone just called me and hung up? You could let it go. Or you could say, hmm, I bet that was, I bet that was my ex-best friend, Bob, who called. And he was going to apologize to me for being a jackass. Right. Hmm? But he chickened out and hung up. Right. See, you've turned this simple thing into a huge fantasy that isn't real. But you can't go back in time and take things back again. Well, of course you can't. Like when you jump out of an airplane for the first time, right? Right. Like the first when I you that those nerves of like, oh my god, and you're at thirteen thousand feet and you're and, right. the, and the door opens and that feeling of there's the wind and right. now you're ready to go. Right. Yeah. It's right, a, and you jump, and you go, I don't want to pull this parachute. It's right. only going to open one time. <laughs> and if I don't pull it, I want you it'll be used. Can you do that? <laughs> I want you to jump yeah. out of an airplane and go, I don't want to pull the, <laughs> the rip cord okay. because then I'll never get a chance to do it again, which is true. Okay, you so never I just want to ask you then, and I want to ask the room. <laughs> okay. So is there nothing that you guys have always wanted to do that you still haven't done okay. it because you're trying to savor that moment? Okay, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you. let me tell you exactly how I agree with you. Yes. The other day when we had a half billion dollar lottery, right? I didn't want to know the outcome so I could live a little while longer thinking maybe I could be a half billionaire. And okay. that's a great example. So, so, But I know that eventually we're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off and, and See, get to the bottom. I was different. I didn't play it because then if I won it, I was only going to win it once. And I'd never be able to win it again. Right. And I'm like, forget it. I'm just not going to play it. All right. Look, Sue, I see where you're coming yeah. from. But here's another thing. Yes. I know that you would love to I go would. see. Yeah. I know that you would love to go see Jack Antonoff in concert, and you deserve that happiness. So don't deprive yourself of that happiness. You owe it to you to you go right. see, to go see. The, well, you just I hate that you know me so well. By the well, D. Feff, our friend Darren Feffer, just invited you tonight to MSG to see them open up for Pink. No, nope, can't do it. Can't, can't do it because you'll never get a chance to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yes, Garrett. He already turned down that opportunity for the first time for Jack Antonoff to go, yes. for, offered him to go see him. He already said no. Yeah, How we, do you say no to Jack Antonoff? That see, but guess what? Sense. You'll never, you've already done that. Right. It, so Jack Antonoff offered you his personal Tickets and backstage passes, and you turned it down. I know. So you'll never get offered that again. Mm-hmm. But you That's will. A good point. No, but actually, you will be offered that again. So now you don't have to turn it down because you've already been offered that before. I don't understand. We got to move on. What's scary? <laughs> I just don't get it because if I like doing something and it's pleasurable to me, I want right. to keep doing that pleasurable thing over and over and over again. Well, yes. like, that on Fridays? Like, like, you know, like screwing up our show. <laughs> like that. And yeah. I just want to say that, that there is a there is a beautiful feeling. To always wanting to do something and I, never get that chance. There isn't a beautiful uh, feeling. It's the to that. anticipation and the fantasy. Right. I so agree with that. But at some point, 
you, in taking care of yourself, because yes. you need to like yourself, yes. you owe it to yourself to do good things for yourself. we got to move on. All right, okay. And you should take yourself to a concert. All right, let's All right. get into sound with Garrett. Hey, Garrett, what's All going right. on? Let's start with Roseanne from last night. It was funny. So yesterday, remember how we were comparing answering the door uh, back then versus today, how yeah. no one answers the door? Roseanne was comparing parenting from back then versus today. Here's why you can't trust your kids. Because they're stupid. <laughs> well, people parent differently than they did in your day. Turns out a lot of what you did did not work, and some of it was against the law. <laughs> yeah, it's against the law because your generation made everything so PC. Instead of spanking them, you tell them to go over there and think about what they did wrong. You know what they're thinking? I can't believe this loser isn't spanking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to see what the numbers were last night. Yeah. I think they're they're going to be very good. Uh, now, WWE's John Cena was answering some of the Internet's questions about wrestling. This was his response to why people are okay in wrestling after getting hit with a chair over the head. The people aren't okay. It is a steel folding chair, and you get hit with it. It hurts like a swarm of killer bees devouring your soul. It hurts. When you think we get up and we're okay, we're not. Bruises. Breaks. Tears. There you oh, go. Wow. <laughs> so it's worse than we thought. Exactly. All right. A guy on YouTube gave a Migos treatment to Dr. Seuss's There's a Wocket in My Pocket. Oh, I want to hear. I love Dr. Seuss. And Migos. There's a Wocket in my pocket. Did you ever have a feeling? There's a Wesket in your basket or a Neuro in your bureau or a Wesket in your closet. Sometimes I feel quite certain. I want to hear him do green eggs and ham. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the number one trending video on YouTube right now. So let's check in on the great state of Iowa. We love Iowa. Everyone, it's your favorite Iowan here. Did you forget where a state? No, we still exist. Just wanted to give you a quick five-course meal of what this state has to offer. Just out yonder, we got some cornfields. And just out over there, we got some cornfields. <laughs> just beyond that point right over there, we got more cornfields, possibly a windmill. All right, see you next presidential election. We'll become relevant again. Oh, you know, <laughs> don't go messing with Iowa. Number one Iowa. video on YouTube. It is number one. And believe me, they've got lots of cornfields, but they got so much more. They have <laughs> the do. Iowa State Fair. They've that, that is not a good yeah. tourism video. No, for it's Iowa. not. It's not at all. Um, all right. So, but you have the Cleveland tourism song. Yes. You remember this from about eight years ago? Cleveland made their own tourism video, and this is what it sounds well, like. Well, not Cleveland per se. A, a guy on YouTube from Cleveland. Exactly. I don't think the city of Cleveland is claiming this as their official tourism well, they video. Should. They should it's think a great. About it. Yeah, yeah. Fun times in Cleveland today. Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Come and look at both of our buildings. <laughs> Buy some food that's prepared near the street. Who knows, you might even see this guy. You should come on down to West 6th Street. It's the perfect place if you're a douchebag. Watch the poor people all wait for buses. Who the f still uses a payphone? Here's the place where there used to be industry. This train is carrying jobs out of Cleveland. Cleveland leads the nation in drifters. Here's a statue of Moses Cleveland. He's the guy who invented Cleveland. Yeah! There you go. 
How can you not use that as a tourism video? And by the way, since the time that video came out, Cleveland is a different city. Yeah. It really, no, it is. No, know, LeBron's changed it a lot. It's just so funny that they put out these videos. I, mean, I, know, I know. People like to poke fun. But let yeah. me tell you, we, in New York, and Miami, no matter where you live, you can find things to make fun exactly. of. Exactly. It brings great... up a valid question. Who the F still uses a payphone? Well, I know. There is a guy <laughs> using a payphone there. Yeah. Drug dealers. Anyway. Uh, all right. Now, we played the Yodeling Kid from Walmart yesterday, right? Sounds like this. Love, love the yodeling kid from You know, Walmart. people are going to Walmart now and redoing this video. I don't blame the aisles. Well, the internet took over yesterday. I love that kid. Well, you get something. Did you just say, she'll do me, she'll do, she'll do you. Is that what he said? Maybe. <laughs> we'll analyze the lyrics later. Uh, but the internet took over and did a remix to a lot of it, uh, his song. So. I can't see this being performed at Walmart. No. Marshmallow should redo it. There you go. There you go. There's your sound. You're a good American. Thank you, Garrett. Can I bring something up? What? So, before Scary was standing there, and web girl Kathleen came in and was like, Scary, just stand still. I'm making a video of you. And Scary doesn't ask why she wants to make this video. Right. So, now you need to go to Elvis Duran's Instagram. What's going on? And Elvis Duran show and see what she posted. Okay, there's this app you can... It's an app you can download, and what it does, it, it makes you can type words, and they follow you around yeah. on the screen. Scary, go see what she wrote. What it's she called put. Weird Type. It's El- called Weird Type. Elvis Durant I was just standing Instagram. there, and she just said, just stay still. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it's on, on Instagram, Elvis Duran Show. Yes. Not Elvis Duran, but Elvis Duran Show. Show, yes. Elvis Duran Show. Hold on, let me watch it. What the hell are you guys doing to me? It's hilarious. <laughs> Good watch. job, Web Girl Kathleen. Watch it. What the- Let, let's see what's trending with the what? one and... Can you calm down? Can we the one and only Samantha? Samantha, what's going on? All right, so I found a tea brand that finally speaks to my soul. It's called Snarky Tea, and I'm going to have to censor myself. Uh, they have not only flavors you could shop for, like any tea, but you could shop for different problems. Like this one's called Fierce Bitch. This one's called Wake the Bleep Up. Oh. There's also Get Your Ass Out of Bed and Namaste, uh, Emmer Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> this was created on Shark Tank, and we know we all love that show, and they taste fantastic. So I've got two of them here if you guys want to try. They're absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite recent finds lately. So I posted a video of me doing this on Instagram, and people were so confused. It's called Size, and it's an instant facelift. So we spend so much time at the gym, like, working out different muscles in our body. Our face has a whole crap ton of muscles. So maybe instead of spending a lot of money getting maybe a facelift or cheek injections, you could start with this little guy. So you burn the rubber so it fits in your teeth, and you stick in your mouth, and you go... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it looks like like boxing gloves for your mouth. It really does, but my mouth was sore for two days after I started using it. Please hold all dirty comments. Oh, my gosh. And they have three different sizes of fitness, so depending on where you are in your fitness regime, yeah. you can go get you know different <laughs> Once my mouth methods. gets stronger... Exactly. This really has helped in multiple levels of my life. I want to chew on that. You really do, but not mine. By the way, the uh, coal stuff you were talking about to whiten your teeth the other day, Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that everywhere now. The yeah. charcoal stuff? Yeah, it's I need amazing. to order some of that. Yeah, it should have blown up earlier. Okay. I if, you, if you want to see the video of 
scary with the new app we're using. It's not Elvis Duran's show on Instagram. It's Elvis Duran, and it's the latest post. No, Go see no, it. No, it's Elvis Duran's show. No, it's Elvis. Well, now, now Elvis it's both. Now, oh, it's now both. it's on both. Okay. It's now it's on both. Yeah, we moved it over because okay. we were saying that. So anyway, so it's Elvis Duran or Elvis Duran's show. But now I'm disturbed because of this, and I'm glad you brought this up, Danielle. Why? How come Elvis Duran's show has more followers than Elvis Duran? Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Elvis Duran, okay, hold on a second. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. If you're following Elvis Duran's show, without Elvis Duran, there's no Elvis Duran show. Give me some credit That here. is true. There's a full 12,000 more followers. Yeah, I know. This is not fair. Please follow at Elvis Duran on Instagram. Wait, let's see how many you're at right now. We well, gotta it doesn't matter. Just, just, I'm just, we're not going to talk numbers. I just Go follow Elvis Duran. There's great stuff going okay. on there. You, you need to see me on your feed. Mm. What is it with you? I'm just asking for that. I don't ask much from yeah. you. And then how are you not going to follow Froggy Radio? I mean, what kind nah, of crap nah, is nah, that? Nah, this is not about you. This is about me. I, you guys talk about your Instagram all the time. I never get to do anything. So today's my day to get Wah. followers. Wham. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody call the wham. The wham-ulance. Someone call the wham-ulance. <laughs> I think what? we have too I'm many get... different Instagrams. I got to give you. This should be one. I'm sorry. Let her finish. It should be Elvis Duran show for everybody, and that's it. <laughs> that's all we need. You know, that's not going to work. a hot mess. <laughs> What's scary? I have an idea. What? We got to give you an exclusive, Elvis. We got to run a great contest on your Instagram, and you're going to watch the followers grow. That's watch it. Watch the money That's pile what it up. Is. At Elvis it, Duran. Watch the money pile up. <laughs> okay, question. Did you really yeah. just say that? Question. Uh, straight Nate, senior executive producer. If I do a contest on, uh, on Instagram at Elvis Duran, do we have to like post rules? I mean, there's some legality thing here. No. It, I no. think you, you know, if you handle it and manage it your own, on your own, it's fine. I don't know, but if I announce it on the radio, oh, now you can't. I can't. Well, how, we have rule. We have laws. We got to follow. Well, how yeah. is he going to have a contest if he doesn't announce it? He's trying well, to get more followers. No, we have to post rules oh. legally, and then I can do the contest. Okay. Yeah. Because you just well, you said just it jumped on... up a thousand followers. You just went from four nineteen <laughs> to four hundred twenty. Well, it's nothing. We got millions of listeners. That's that's, n- that's not fair. That's jump change. Uh, go away, Greg. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh. all right. So if I said right now. I'm going to choose one follower at random and give them X, Y, Z. That I can't do that. Well, yeah, because you're doing it on the air, and now that requires rules and all that. Yeah. If okay. you just posted about it but not said it on the radio, then you could do whatever you want. I can. Yes. I know, but if I'm talking about doing it, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk. Can we turn the microphones off and we can so just then, discuss this. So then switch it up a little bit when you post it. So it's not the same thing. But see, I'm talking about doing a contest, and that makes the contest illegal. Yeah. Oh. If I Nate, didn't... What if he says he'll just post a picture of something for the whatever person? Can we not talk about this at all see, right now? That's the thing. If we talk about it on the radio, it makes it illegal. Wow. But what if there's no value to it? What if there's no dollar value? It doesn't uh, matter well, because you're still, it's a, still a game of chance. Well, that's crap. Uh, who wants to win something that's not worth anything? Yeah, I was, we... I was, what if I want to give away a new uh, Kia or something? What Ooh. if you were going to make a phone call to the whatever thousandth follower and everybody just follows you and you just pick a random follower? You're going to make a phone call. A phone no. call's not oh. worth anything, but they'd like to talk to you. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Here's how, you get, here's how you get around. See? Wait, Every now and then I come up with a good idea. It's rare, but it's sometimes. I know, but now people have to post their phone numbers and no one wants to do that. What? I was going to say, what if you like your prizes like to make someone's phone message, like their outgoing message on their iPhone no, or that, their phone? That has worth. That's a good, oh, yeah. <laughs> it just went up another thousand, by the way. Okay, okay, we got to take, we got to take a break. Because obviously, you know, we need the legal team in here. Jack Antonoff is next, but Greg T doesn't want him on because then we'll never, you know, experience what it's not, what it's like not to have him. Mm-hmm. 
his logic. T. So Jack Antonoff coming in, and he's performing for us, but yeah. Greg T can't listen. <laughs> you never know what will happen in the Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. It's been a few years since Jesse McCartney came to see us. Yeah. Diana wants to say hi to you. Hi, can you hear me? Hey, Diana. Oh, there is a phone you. problem. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hear her screaming. Where are you calling from? Uh, my car. Yeah, it sounds is great. Is your car in hell? <laughs> <laughs> 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 S sedan. Unrivaled luxury meets unbridled power. Test drive one today. Mercedes AMG driving performance. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hiring? ZipRecruiter has revolutionized how you do it. Their technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. They find great candidates for you. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So, uh... Jack, Jack Antonoff is here. You're on. It's on? We're discussing what words we can say on the air, and I just told him he can say penis, and then he said, but can I say this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> There's a well, word that I'm not well, sure. Well, write it down. I'll tell you if you can say it. Yeah, right here. It was, a, it was, a, it was another... Write it down. Don't say write it. Write it down. So, anyway, so Jack Antonoff is here. So if we could just get a few things out of the way. Uh, you can say that word... But not in context of a body part. Oh, yeah. You can say Richard's name is... I watched a documentary on Dick Nixon recently. Yeah. Yes, yes. You can okay. say... You can say... I bought things at Dick's Sporting Goods. Right, yes. but you can't say you're such a... Yeah. No, you can't. Oh, you can? But, yeah. you, but you can't talk about it as... It's, it's, I hate the rules of radio. It's Interesting. Just, so it's it's so stupid. What is Dick's Last Resort Restaurant? That's where they're mean it, to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's like it's like this show. Okay, this is Dick's Last Resort Radio Show. Anyway, so last time Jack Antonoff was here, I uh, I propositioned his father, and yeah. I want to apologize mm-hmm. for that. I've already apologized. I'm going to apologize again. No, I, there's no apology. I didn't want to make your dad uncomfortable. First of all, it takes a lot to make my dad uncomfortable. Well, I think I've, I think I crossed that line. You actually, it's one of the first times I've seen him. No, but he was. I mean. Imagine you listen to someone uh, for a long, long time mm-hmm. driving around New Jersey, and then they want you. <laughs> <laughs> then they proposition. Do you, do you think Don Imus ever wanted me? If, if Don Imus, if, if if Stern wanted me, I'd be. I know, I'd be there. I'd be there. I would. I would let Stern have me. Anyway, so uh, wait, did, your dad actually played with you on when you were on with Fallon, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He came on. He came on, and he uh, dead dead serious, not as a bit. He's a guitar player. So he played in the band, which was the coolest. It is the coolest. I'm glad you acknowledged that. Because I think you growing up with a dad who's very talented, you take. I hope you don't take that for granted. Because to be able to perform with your father on Jimmy Fallon's show, I mean, that's... I try try and take anything for for granted, but you're still human. You do things over and over. They become less and less special. And so to have him there, and he was like, oh my God, I can't believe we're on the Tonight Show. It was like, for the first time I was ever on TV, I like blacked out. I was so nervous, and then right. you, you do it, and it gets more normal. So it, you, to have him there also just reminded me how special it was. How great! I love the relationship you have with your dad. So nice. And the relationship Elvis has with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> or he's trying to. I, have. Think, yeah. I think about it all the time. You know, do you they know, both deserve happiness. Uh, they, yes, they do. <laughs> do you know Cord Overstreet? I know, yeah, how do I know that name? He's a, he's a great performer. He was okay. on Glee as well, but okay. he, he's got some great music out. He His father is a, a big-time musician and writer, and when they sit down and play with each other, I just, I get kind of jealous, because I never, you know, my my dad and I never had that bond. You think about your parents, like, what kind of bond do you have with your mom and dad? Either they were, like, the mom and dad they were, or you can actually sit down and do what you love more than anything, yeah. and that's make music with your, your parent. That's got to be really a great bonding thing. I do it because they 
didn't just they really let me do it. A lot everyone loves music, and then at some point, usually someone says stop. You, you know, not not just because there's this narrative out there that it's hard to do it. It's probably the same thing with radio. There's this narrative that you'll have a hard life. No, any monkey can do this. <laughs> I, know, I mean, but let's say your let's say your father was like a, a high paid, highly paid attorney downtown, whatever. And well, his- he he had the like literal was a musician. And then graduated college, and his father was like, "Cut your hair, you're coming to work." Quite, quite. He had that that experience, right? So he, um, he didn't want to be that father to you. No, so he was the opposite. It may, maybe even to a fault, like, like, you know, don't go to school. I don't care. Oh, and you totally turned into a total f up, and you're, you're not succeeding at <laughs> anything. I mean, there was a couple of years where I was smoking pot in a van, and no one was coming to the shows. Right, and now he smokes pot in a van, and everyone shows. Yeah, up. yeah <laughs> everyone wants to smoke with. Everyone shows, yeah. up, everyone shows up at the van. <laughs> Can you turn his mic down? Turn mine up a little bit. It, I, it's, it's echoey in here. This is. Can we gotta, you talk about pot? Is that? Can we talk about pot? Okay. Who said we can't talk about pot? I don't know. I, it, it, it's it, as soon as I'm live, I get very terrified that I'm going to say a word. It's okay. You know? Got to be us every day. I curse like no, a you sailor. Got, you guys are pros. But off the yeah. But I know. But look at this. Hard. Jack, we have this button that says dump. So okay. if you say something, I can hit that, and then it'll, it'll erase it as if it never happened. But we so, only have how many times can we hit we that button? Do, 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 don't, don't talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. You get two, two dumps? <laughs> wow. We're not, we're not supposed to say that oh. out loud. So sorry. The, like, so the, di- the day your dad was here, and I, I propositioned him in a sexual manner. Any dumps there? I think, did you guys dump it? Or yes. Did it yes, we did. Okay, yes. so everyone really? in here heard it, but mm-hmm. no one on the, on the radio heard it. What? <laughs> I tell you, bring it back, and we'll let it fly. You were very respectful. You didn't cross any lines. I didn't touch him. You didn't touch him, That's and you true. and you just um, you just said if you're interested. Yeah, I go. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right, let's talk about let's let's talk business here. Uh, I I finally got to see Love Simon. I'm so proud of this movie. Well, the the movie and your song, Alfie's song, right? It just it just fit right in. Well, it was just a, the perfect song for that moment. I don't know if it was written for that moment, but it sure did seem like it was. Well, the movie, so I, I did, I got involved the with movie. the soundtrack because, so they had used two other songs of mine, two other Bleacher songs in the movie. And so I, they had me come in they, and they showed me the movie. And at that point, there wasn't really a lot of music. And I um, I'd been asked to do things like that before, but I was terrified I'd screw it up right? to get involved with film. It's a, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, and... and my stuff sat so well that I started writing new things, and that's kind of how, and that's where Alfie's song came from, and the whole soundtrack. But I, hmm. I love that movie. I think it's a lost genre, and I think that's why people are responding so much to it. It's just this like coming of age story. It feels like a John Hughes movie to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's so important. It's one of the first, you know, like just sort of mainstream high school movies where it's not the gay best friend, it's the lead character is the gay story. Yeah, a gay teenage romance taboo in New York, in uh, in Los Angeles. Probably because a lot of L- a lot of Hollywood movie studios are run by gay guys, and they're, they're no serious. I'm being totally serious. They, they they're they're afraid of how it will be accepted because they yeah. live, they live lives where they weren't accepted. Well, you know? the, well, the real real progress is when something's not even a thing, right? When it's not this movie or that movie, and so you know a lot of the I think uh, Call Me by Your Name is the most beautiful movie ever, but it lives in this sort of niche place that we wonder when we see it if it could exist in you know huge cineplexes and random towns all over the place. Right. And so what is so powerful about Love, Simon is um, how mainstream it is. It's just telling this story. And and that's the first thing I thought when I saw it. I was like, I'm watching this movie, and I'm watching these characters that were always built to be the quirky best friend because they were gay. Now it's just a movie about that. Right. I like it how you said it. it it's, it's just not a thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. what makes it accepted. But back to Call Me By Your Name. 
Beautiful. Have you ever done that with a peach? Most every morning. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen, you want to get my dad on the line? <laughs> if you if you haven't seen Love Simon, please do. It's 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 incredible. I know everyone I know who's seen it has been moved by it. It's just beautiful. I, I really love it. And I love making the music. I love Reality Bites. I love John Hughes movies. I love uh, Wes Anderson movies. I love Martin Scorsese soundtrack. So to to think about making a soundtrack was like a big big thing for me. It was a huge deal and a tradition that I really wanted to um, be a part of and, and not mess up. And you'll continue to do that, I'm assuming. If, if something makes sense again. Love, Simon made so much sense. Right. I, I really thought I could do a good job. Uh, by the way, if you're just turning us on, Jack Antonoff is here. And you're so you, – I perceive you to be extremely busy because you're always doing shows. You're always in a studio with someone. Your uh, your album, Bleacher's uh, album, Gone Now, is out. It's out now. I don't feel that busy. You don't? I feel, I feel tired. Okay. We well, all what? feel tired. We're all freaking tired. Do I look like I've been beaten up? Or no, not at all. Not at all. No, you look fresh yeah, as a daisy. Your skin is beautiful. No really? bags. Yeah, you look okay. good. And one day, maybe in 20 years, you'll be old enough for me to proposition you. I, I'm waiting for the call. <laughs> anyway, so on the album. Yeah, uh, Elvis wants you on the air. Why? It's not a song. You're, and it's not an interview. He just wants to discuss something. <laughs> you're more mature now. Uh, so, I mean, on the album, you've got Lord in there and Julia Michaels and Carly Rae Jepsen. The three of them, we just. All love. I love. I love Carly Rae Jepsen. But then you, you I, I saw you, you were in the studio with Lana Del Rey, and you guys were working together. I heard. And Where'd then you hear? I'd heard that you guys were uh, working together on something. Okay. Okay. You That's know so cool because it's so it's different kinds of music. It's not just the same kind of artist. Different kinds of artists. Yeah, nice. well, I like to. Um, it's always, you know when you work whether you're working on your own music or with someone else, it's it's the thing that you you didn't think of or you didn't assume you could be good at that challenges you and makes you the most excited yeah well so greg t as you know is we're all big fans so of what your... were you saying I was okay, in the we're green gonna get room. to that right now jack antonoff uh is t to you i mean a god I, a... yeah I, you know i i told you even right. last time i got the courage enough to tell you that i think that you're you are a young bob dylan yeah you're you the know, bob dylan you're, of our time you're a poet that's Greg T and my dad. I got two people who think. Well, no, but you know what? <laughs> but you're incredible. No, no, you really are. No, don't get mad at me for saying this, but you you really have such a way with with your words and your music. You really are beyond so many other artists. And just don't say anything. Just just sit there and acknowledge. Thank you guys. Okay, that's all. Yeah, you that do. means a lot to me. Look at me. I'm yelling. Just just accept just it. Take it. <laughs> just, just Stop it. So then, just what, listen. So, so what happened with Greg? Because I'm okay. in the green room. The the, the <laughs> thing is low. Just so you get my experience. I hear Jack Antonoff. Greg. Okay. Greg, you can't have any. Greg. Joy in your life. Okay, you Jack. Last time life. you were here, <laughs> last time you were here, you offered him not only tickets to come see your show, right. but you offered him an opportunity to come backstage and say hi. And Did he, he come? He declined. Right. Ta- but quickly tell Jack why you cannot. I thought go I put you on the list. I know you did. Tell I never him came. why you can't go see him. And the reason I didn't Listen. tell you this then. <laughs> But I, I have yet to ever see you do your own show live outside okay. of the station. And the reason is, is that once I see you live, it's over. What's over? Like, I'm never going to have that moment again. And His I want to savor, I wanna <laughs> savor that moment to see you live. So right now I'm like just living vicariously through like social media and whatever. And I see you there and I'm always like, oh my God, one day I'm really going to see the bleachers live. It's going to be great. But like... But maybe it starts a new tradition. Maybe you see it live and then... No, but do you remember like the first time you drove a car with your driver's license without your parents? Yeah. It was it's exciting. Pretty, right, that's that one moment. Like the, the moment that you say, I do, at the altar, you can never do that again. It's the married? first time. Yes, but I'm saying I can get divorced and do it again, but that one time, <laughs> I can't do it again. You can't, you're right, you can't 
Right, so like if but I go see you live... So I, I may be rehashing the entire conversation, but is, do you bring this to everything in your life? Only things that really mean something to me. <laughs> only only oh. good things. Wait, so you're giving yourself like a joy ceiling. Yes. Right, so you and your music sits there above all for me. But in some way, is that to assume that... I'll disappoint time and again. No. Or is it more just that you can't have the first time? You no, know, Jack, it's not about you. Right. Why do you make this about, <laughs> it's about It's about wanting to see you so bad how and, was it and, when and you, experience um, it, but I don't want to see it. How was it when you lost your virginity? Is there any way this right. all goes back to that? No, I can't go back and do that again. But well, if, exactly. I was your, if I was your analyst, I would think that in some way this all goes back to that. It was a terrible moment. It really was. It was. There, there was like a, a restraining order and everything. Don't get into it. <laughs> okay, so my point to him is why deprive yourself of things that you truly enjoy? Go do them mm-hmm. because one day you won't be able to do them. All right, so, so since you are the Jack Antonoff uh, <laughs> ultra fan, you have yes. questions for Jack. I do. I right, do. So, so let's get right to them. <laughs> Can this I come a- to the show tonight? <laughs> all right, so Jack. What is actually your favorite song that you ever wrote? Uh, uh, it changes a lot. No, uh, no. Uh, okay. It's, it's okay. I want to get better. I, okay, I, 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 I will accept that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. No, you can't accept that. I will accept it. Like, okay. for instance, like, now, what is your favorite song that you ever wrote with another artist? Um, Greenlight with Lord. N- no, how about Pink, uh, Beautiful Trauma? Uh, that yeah, that right. was your favorite. I'll accept that. Yeah, okay. that was, yeah. And like, for instance, like, like you know, with the movie Love, Simon, like Alfie's song. Like, yeah. Now, you said that you wrote it for your godson. Yeah. So then, okay, so now how does it fit into Love, Simon? Because the movie, first of all, I feel like I have to talk quick. Is that, that no, what's you're happening? fine. Okay. No, you're fine. I it's like a speed he run. has to talk quick. Because the movie is uh, about... Uh, Coming of age is about first love. It's about the first time, Greg. But no, right? no, but go deep. Like, it's so, real. So, so I wanted to write a song for a young kid, my godson's too, about how hard it is. So the song, is, it sounds really happy, but the lyric, not so no. typical love song. It, no. Well, no. Okay. Be, I want you to be honest. I want you to really be honest. <laughs> I wanted to say to a young kid, hey, this is going to hurt you again and again. Because that's yeah. what it's about. How can but, you argue that, Greg? Yeah, well, like, okay, now Ed Sheeran has Shape of You, and okay. Fall Out Boy has Sugar We're Going Down. Charlie Puth has See You Again. Yeah. So, like, what would be your your staple song? What's your signature song? My signature song? Yeah. I, I mean, you you answer. You're the, you you have a better take on this. No, he wants idea. to hear what you what think you your signature song is. What, what I think my signature yeah. yeah, maybe roller coaster. No, no okay. it's, it's, it's gotta be, I miss those days. Oh, you think it's I miss those days? Yeah. Interesting. Why? I, I just that's the one. Okay. Um, it's, it's gotta be the one. He doesn't owe you an explanation. No. I accept. I accept that. I decline that. I accept the others. Now, what is your favorite song to play live? Greg. I would think it's Wild Heart. No, it's actually Let's Get Married because I put my guitar down and I can really just sort of do me for a minute. Well, what about uh, Roller Coaster, no. though? Roller Coaster is... Roller Coaster is a nice live one. I mean, you know, you'll never know. So. <laughs> <laughs> those are my songs. That, those are All my right. questions. All right, great tea. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jack. Thank you. I, I wish I had that buzzer in my life. Uh, <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Right. Negative. That's wrong. Our, that's our new way of saying ne- wrong. Wrong. Negative. What's it? Oh, that's the Trump thing for the debate. Wrong. Negative. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. All right. So Jack is, uh, you're going to do a couple songs or one song, three songs, 25 songs. How many? Oh, we're going to take a break. Okay. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to invite you to uh, Inoteca Maria, the restaurant in Staten Island with Alyssa Pollock. Do you know anything about this invitation? Okay. Here's the thing. I've never been to Staten Island in my life. We're tanking you. I'm from New Jersey. I want to get involved. <laughs> now, really, the restaurant scene is on fire there. Come with us. Danino's I've heard of or something? Danino's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fabulous. Yeah. They have that one is the legendary. Now. I mean, I, I know you got a break, but there's a thing with, you got New York City, you got Long Island, Staten Island, New Jersey, and they do not mix. Right. It's crazy. Everyone comes to New York City. I mean, well, I guess Long, uh, Staten Island, Long Island, you 
I'm talking Manhattan. Everyone comes there. Jersey people don't go to Staten Island or Long Island. Long Island people don't come to Staten Island or Jersey much. It's a weird thing. And Bronx uh, and Brooklyn, you don't go to East. This, yeah, yeah, it's a weird rules mm-hmm. people don't know about. Well, I guess mean. what? Uh, Wrong. We're, ta- <laughs> we're taking you to Staten Island. Inoteca Maria, they have the Nonas, the, the Italian grandmothers that barely speak English. They cook for you. It's fantastic. Um, Not tonight, but we'll go win a different away. grandma every night. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't you love that? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you love to have a different... Is that a joke? No, it's no, true. Real. That's a real thing. <laughs> wouldn't you love to have a different grandma every night? I eat Italian food every night. There's a place below my apartment. It's all I do. I yeah. go downstairs, I eat, I go back upstairs. Let's mix it up. All right, we'll take you to Staten Island. <laughs> Let's take a break. Oh, by the way, happy belated birthday. Thank you. It was last week. It was. Taking right. a break. Jack Antonoff is performing for us. <laughs> Big Passover birthday. But great, great to you can't watch. Because is that a bad thing to have a Passover birthday? Oh, my it's God. great. Passover is not like the... Not the I, I celebrate Passover too. So yeah, it's, it's the whole like right. you know the passing over the door to not yeah. kill the firstborn. Yeah, do it's you not the best. celebrate I'm Passover? Jewish. You're Jewish. Yeah. No. No, he's Jewish when it's but when wait it's a a, you know good for him. If it's Passover, you can't have a cake unless it's like a matzah cake yeah. or something. Well, I mean, you know, it just has to be. Yeah, it, it's going to be gross. All right, <laughs> take a break. Jack Antonoff performing, but Gracie's not allowed to listen. <laughs> Coming up right after this. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Duran in the morning show. It's kind of crazy. Our connection with Jack Antonoff. He, I feel like he could be my son, and maybe he is. Just because I'm, you know, lusting after his father doesn't mean I, I don't know. There's this connection. I don't know. It's not a no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not a no. It's possible. Let me let me let me process that. <laughs> anyway, Jack Antonoff, uh, his latest album, of course, as Bleachers, gone now. Available now. Like, at what point do you say, no, nope, that's not me, that's bleachers. No, no, that's not bleachers, that's me. I mean, there is a line between... I'm going to take my glasses off. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah. It's like Seriously. Superman. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, and, of course, Alfie's song uh, from Love, Simon. We're going to play that for you in a second. But you're going to play for us? You want me to do a cover? Oh. See, I love it when you do covers. Anyone, everyone does covers when they come here. I don't, and I don't know ahead of time what it is. Say, so, you want me to just do it? Yeah, just do I'm it. I'll tell you what it is. You just want to hear no, it. Don't tell me. <laughs> Show me. How are your levels? You good? Okay. Oh, here we go. It's not coming out. Oh, it's not Jeff. working. Oh, Where's Jeff? Help Jeff. Jeff. Here comes Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Not getting the guitar pickup, Jeff. It's okay. By the way. Oh, uh, I'm not plugged in. It's only. Oh, it's this. Do we, should we call uh, Radio Shack open at this hour? Do yes. Still have Radio Do you guys Shack? in Radio go to Radio Shack yeah. for, yes, your, for your supplies? Is it still open, Radio Shack? <laughs> I don't know. Is You're like, Radio Daniel, I, w- I won't be until later. I have to pop in at Radio Shack. To, I won't be able to do the shows <laughs> yeah. without What I love, the... it's, a, it's a shack dedicated to everything we need in radio. Well, that's what we think. What... The, the, us normal people think that Elvis Duran every morning goes to Radio Shack and picks out the right microphone and the right headphones. <laughs> and batteries. And batter. Is it working now? Put that one down there. That one and down there? give you Elvis's mic. Oh. No. Oh, my God. Not the no. gold, gold microphone. microphone. Oh, my God. That has the saliva. Oh, it's God. <laughs> of a million decades. Slide it out. Is Elvis going to... Sometimes um, we got to improvise. It smells like my breath. Guys, Elvis has been silenced for the first time in how long? <laughs> now that was too low. That was too high. I got you. I got you. That was too high. Are we on the air? Yeah, we're long. Yeah, we're long. Oh, it's good. All right. The mic, hey, the mics are fighting each other. It's going to sound like crap. Turn that one down. I'm sorry you have to hear this. There you go. Turn this yeah. one down. There you go. Oh, that's nice. Turn that down. That sounds good. Are you good now? What if Elvis wants to talk during the song? That doesn't sound good. Really? The mics are fighting each other. I know. <laughs> this is making me mad. I'm, I'm going to wait. 
Yeah. I'm gonna wait. Do you see me about to take? Yeah, El- guys, just so you know what's happening in the studio, Elvis is turning red, no, no, and he's. Okay, so this microphone's fighting that one. Right. That's all no, I'm saying. No, you're right. You're but if you turn right. that one down a little, it. it do I push it down? No, push it, it down. It Twist it down. it down. Where's Jeff? Jesse, come fix it. It Let's help. do Alfie's song you have, to, you, Alfie's can, song. You, you have to listen while you're fixing it. Let's so. play Alfie's song and then we'll go. No, live. we're not gonna do that. We're gonna play this. Elvis wants to play this. Well, I know. You Elvis, you're gonna engineer this. Okay, here's my point. This yeah. is why you should never sing in a radio station. We can't fix it unless you're on the air. Oh no, this is great. You see what I'm saying? Okay. But but here's the thing. This is more enjoyable. Oh, right now you sound good. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Let me just do it like this. Come, just do it like that. Oh, we have another microphone. Oh, wow. Oh, Jeff. By the way, you're listening live to a show that's a total meltdown. That, um, mic- that microphone looks like something Lawrence Welk used to use. No one knows who Lawrence Guys, Welk. Elvis wants what he wants. No, I, I, want to, I know what it is. You, you know what to do. I, I am an old school audio engineer. Now we're, now we're good. Face that toward your face. Okay. An old school audio engineer. <laughs> this is what could go wrong. Right. Turn this one off. Right. Oh, this sounds good now. See? Can I play? Yeah. Can I get to go ahead, Elvis? Yes. Turn, keep his on and turn this one off. Okay. okay. Oh, I got this feeling on a summer day. Man, you were gone. Crashed my car into a bridge. Hey, I just let it burn. I threw your things into a bag and I pushed them down the stairs. Honey, I don't care. I love you. Honey, I don't care. I love you. And I got this feeling it was on a summer day and you were gone. I crashed my car into a bridge, yeah, I just let it burn. And I threw your things into a bag and I pushed them down the stairs. Thinking I don't care, cause I love it. Honey, I don't care, I love you But you're on a different road, I'm in the Milky Way You want me down on Earth, but I've been up in space You're so damn hard to please, we gotta kill this switch I'm from the 70s, but I'm a 90s bitch And I love it I got this feeling on a summer day when you were gone I crashed my car into a bridge, hey, I just let it burn And I threw your things into a bag and I pushed them down the stairs I don't care, cause I love you Honey, I don't care, I love you (laughs) Elvis, how did this sound? I wasn't listening. <laughs> I mean, do you accept it? Don't make me do this. I know this is. What I, I I I cry. I st- and I'm not. I'm not gonna. This microphone's making me mad. I'm not gonna cry. It's just you have this way of, of just making it look so effortless. That's how I felt about you um, positioning the mics. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'm you know I'm not even gonna say anything. The passive aggressive. Interviewer, <laughs> no, Jack. Seriously, you know what? Forget it. 
<laughs> Forget it. I take it back. It's just you, in, in everything you do, it just, what are you doing? In everything you do, it just seems it, it, it seems so effortless. And I know you put a lot of hard work into to what you do, so I'm not trying to take that away from you. But that's just how fantastic of an artist you are. And I, I, I'll shut up. Thank it. you. Everyone's very nice to me here. Well, it, well, no, but if you were a schlub that didn't have any talent, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to wake up in my therapist's office and she was like, what were you just dreaming? And I was like, <laughs> I was at a radio station. <laughs> it, was, it was a nightmare. What, Gregory? I just want to say. Oh, wait. Oh. Me, scary. Which, which microphone is his? I just want to say, like, like that right there, that was magic. And that's why Jack Antonoff is who he is. Because that was, the way he just did that and and the words like didn't everybody in this room like feel everything oh, that absolutely. he just said? By the way, he is in here. He's Amazing. Here <laughs> I, I I thought it was like a CD playing. I was like, wow. Well, <laughs> you still use CDs. I love that. Yeah, awesome. Greg, Greg, good quality. Th- this is what you get. This is the performance you deserve. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, so, Jack, you realize anytime you're feeling bad about yourself, just give T a just call. Pop in. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, as an artist, do you when you hear people kind of gushing over? your performance or your words, whatever. I mean, does it really resonate with you? Or you're like, oh God, no, I can't handle this, this, this positivity. No, I don't, I don't, I don't mind positivity. I just, um, I don't know. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, don't, uh, I right. think, um, I don't know. You got to, you get everyone, especially, especially when you play live, there's such a, a standard for what you want to do. And, and uh, it's just it's when you've played live for so many years, but that's also just because you don't want to disappoint yourself. Um, it, it becomes, you know, you just, you, you know, the more shows you do, no different than you guys, you know, when you're on and you know, when you're off. And so you want to be on. Yeah. So we're sure you, we're you, off a lot more, but you know, the feeling. So it's like you leave, <laughs> yeah. you, you leave work. And if your work is being here or if your work is, uh, being a lawyer or a teacher or whatever you do, or if I'm, my work is being on the stage, like if I'm on, it feels so right. And the world makes sense. I've mm-hmm. dedicated my life to doing it and I did it good. If I'm not 100%, then nothing makes sense. Yeah. And, like, I feel like a fraud. Uh, so I think on that level, like, you just want to be on. And and if you've done it for a while, you know what that means. When I first started playing, I just loved playing. And I, I still love playing, but then you do it enough where you're like, okay, I know what good is. And that's a curse. It's, this kind of plays into the Greg T syndrome. Um, right. But, you know, where right. you're thinking to yourself, so that's the bar. And so anything below that, it's I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that that's... A bummer. So that's, I don't know how I got there, but I'm trying to relate to Greg. No, <laughs> it all makes sense to me. Yep. Look, uh, you know, you have those days, right? <laughs> yeah. A lot. And then you have those days, like, how good does it feel when you leave here and you're like, that's it. That's why, that's why I'm here. I did a show that was great. Well, today, I'll, to be perfectly frank with you, I'll, and, and my name isn't Frank. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave here today knowing that out of everything we did in four hours, the fact that you came in and did that as a gift to our listeners, I, f- I feel like, you know, well, yeah, we had yeah. a good show today. Thanks, thanks to that. <laughs> thanks, Elvis. All right, so uh, Gone Now, available now. You've got to go see Love, Simon. Alfie's song is on there. We're going to play it for you now. Jack Antonoff, thanks for coming. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. You guys are absurdly nice to me. <laughs> on Twitter at Elvis Duran. Twitter. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Tomorrow, Jersey Shore is back on MTV and the fam is going on a family vacation. It's a trip you won't forget and a vacation they won't remember. Don't miss the premiere of Jersey Shore Family Vacation tomorrow at 8, 7 Central, only on MTV. The Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Danielle, take it away. All right, so we got Tara on the phone. She wants to phone tap her fiance, Carmine. And uh, what do you want to do to Carmine? I want to get Carmine on our wedding home. 
because he's the one that actually picked it out, and I know like you know he really likes it, and I thought it'd be great just to get him on it. Plus, he thinks he can never get phone taps. So we're gonna call him and say, yeah, guess what? You know that hall that you booked? There's been a change of plans. You're not gonna be getting married where you thought you were. That's great. All right, so you ready? Great, ready. What? Calm. The specialist grand called me. They told me that we can't have our wedding there for our date. No, if. You sure? Calm, I swear to God, they're real. Like, this lady was, like, so yeah, mean well, to me. crazy for? Because this, cause this is our wedding. You know how I feel about this place. This is it. You, you picked right. this place. Yeah, all right. What, what, what's the number? I'm going to conference in a minute. I want to hear what she has to say. All right. Grace Lesson, this is Linda speaking. I don't, Linda. It's Calm on Bio. Something about a cancellation of my date, my wedding. Um, well, we have a little bit of a problem. Yeah, what happened there? Unfortunately, we got a better offer for that day. They're a celebrity, so we kind of had to bump you guys. Yeah, but what's in store for me now? I don't understand. I... Uh, we can put your wedding in the basement. No, Carl, I don't want to be put in the basement. This is absolutely ridiculous, Hold okay? Hold on a second. No, no, I don't want it in the basement. So what you're telling me is I can't have my wedding on that Sunday, right? You're having your wedding on that Sunday, but unfortunately it's got to be in the basement. Okay, unfortunately, I want my money back then. Oh, we can't do that. Are you kidding me? Wait, let me just tell you who the celebrity is. It's Dustin Diamond. I don't even know who that is, and I don't even care. That was Screech from Saved by the Bell, so of course he comes before you would. What do you... Listen, miss, would you want to get married in the basement? What's wrong with you? We can make it look great. There's concrete floors right now, and there's a bit of a water problem, but we'll take care of it. We'll put down rugs. Listen to me. We'll have to get some heating in there, because it is a little cold sometimes, but... I'm not a dog. I don't belong in the basement. You sure sound like one. <gasps> Holy this lady's funny. Calm, honestly, I, I can't. I, I'm gonna, I'm just going to have a heart attack. Listen to me very carefully. I'm coming to your place tonight. I'm not going to be there tonight. It doesn't matter where you're going to be. I'm going to go to your owner. I don't care who he is. And I'm going to come there with a few people tonight, and we're going to straighten it out. All right? And listen, Are listen to me. Are you threatening me? I'm not, it's not that I'm threatening you, but now you're trying to f*** me over for something that I, I already gave you six, seven, eight grand. Are you kidding me? And oh, I forgot to tell you, you won't be able to use the valet parking because um, Dustin Diamond, he's got a lot more guests than you do, and he's going to have a horse and carriage coming for his party, so we'll have to find an alternate parking for you. Excuse me, miss, you just don't seem to understand anything. When we have celebrities, they take priority. I don't even know who the hell that is. He screeched from Saved by the Bell. I'm sure you've heard of him. Am I dirt? When you have an attitude like this, you are. No, you're dirt. I'm just trying to tell you how it is. But you got no respect. Come on, I can't believe this, my wedding. Oh, stop crying. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. How does somebody talk to you like this? Well, I mean, I'm just really upset because you, you know I wanted the room. About? It was called the princess know, room, boy. and I just kept saying. I'm going to go play. I'm going to punch. I'm going to go to jail for this. I'm going to knock her out. Hold on. It doesn't make any sense how she's talking to me. This lady's talking to me like that. You're not defending me. Are you kidding me? She's abusing me. You make me look like an idiot, though. You always do that. I don't understand. I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to help us. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you're talking to the wrong person. I'm going to punch you in your face when I see you. Excuse me? You're threatening a woman? Now I am, yeah. That's the way I'm going to do it. Talk to me like I'm an That's not right. That's real classy. Well, there's nothing else to say. That's all I'm done. No, Calm, don't all hang right? up. Don't hang up. What? The only thing I have to say, Carmine... Is it you've just been phone tapped? Harry, you're a f- <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a joke. Yeah, okay. The wedding might be canceled for another reason. Elvis Duran phone tap. <laughs> <laughs>
This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. The official Twitter account of the Morning Show at Elvis Duran Show and the official Twitter account of Elvis at Elvis Duran. Follow us now. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show.